Brazilian president has finally broken his silence since he lost the October election. And he has done so by asking his supporters to call for a military coup to stop the president-elect Lula da Silva from taking office. After I mean, Americans will understand this. We have medieval times, dinner and tournament. It was like that. Like, I curtsied as though I was like... Pleasure to meet you, Your Majesty. Hey, welcome back to Resistance Chicks. We're your host, Leah Michelle. It is now December 11th, which means you've got 14 days to get your stuff together for Christmas. I hope you're going to MyPillow.com forward slash RC and getting all your Christmas gifts there. Now, it's a world news program. Not everybody around the world can get their stuff. Well, I need to talk to Mike about this. From, But some of you can. It's not that he doesn't ship internationally at all. Right. It's just different places. So. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Now. I am really excited to get into what's happening in Brazil. I don't know how much of this are we allowed to talk about on Facebook. Like, I know you can probably show this stuff, but my opinions and what I want to say, I don't know if we can do that on Facebook because I want to make a direct connection to 2020 and things like that. But I'm telling you what, Bolsonaro is doing what we all had hoped a certain president would have done here in the United States. Yeah, Bolsonaro has said, I am prepared to give my life for the country. Yeah, um, the Brazilian not, president not is not backing down, and it right now the Brazilians are seeing corruption at the highest levels, and they are continuing protests uh, for like I think they're in the forty third day, um, and actually criminal charges have been filed with the military supreme court, calling for the arrest of the leftist chief justice Alexander de Moraes. Massive protests are scheduled uh, have been scheduled over this weekend and to continue on this week. They're asking the army to intervene. This is absolutely incredible, you know. And again, we'll get into this later. Let's go ahead. I I, I was ready to go. Like, let's go and dive in that story. Let's wait a minute because I want to tell you what else we have coming. Megan, I can't even say her name. It's like a cartoon character. Megan no, no, no. I wanted to title this the insufferable Megan Markle. Yeah, she that's is a really great title. She is insufferable. Um, and I know we wouldn't know. I know this is tabloidy stuff. Oh, but it's but it's so fun. But we're going to just here's the thing. They've got a docu series, a documentary on Netflix. It costs forty million dollars. Holy cow! Okay, they are pocketing that money. They are pocketing. They are that literally money. trying to burn down this boy's whole family and the family lineage. Lineage. Yeah. So if you didn't for, get to see the clip that I went ahead and put in the intro for today, we're going to play it again. Um, she makes fun of. Her curtsy to the queen, to and the you queen. see Harry look <laughs> over I, at her, did I do so that right, Harry? embarrassed at him <clears throat> making fun of his family. <clears throat> oh my word, this girl is insufferable. Did you She's see? Not even a good actress. But seriously, did you see? Did you see Harry's face? 
when he was looking at her, he, it was like painful for him. She's literally Why making, are you fun, making of fun of everything that he was. Everything I've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like like a nerd who was like part of like the, the computer, you know, club and like all you can do is make fun of computer club. Exactly. It's so <laughs> rude. Like it's yeah. so rude. It is um, beyond rude. I'm like, listen, if you didn't want to marry into that, you didn't have to. Oh, she thought she could like she here's the thing. This is all happening because, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't get to do their Sussex Royale. Royale, yeah. Oh, so no, they she's wanted, totally bitter. They wanted a Target brand. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted their own Target brand. I'm going right? to Target brand. Okay, that was going to end up, you know, like um, Jennifer Lopez and Coles. You yeah. know what I mean? I just they wanted that. Couldn't you just they had, my Target brand? They had copyrighted Sussex Royale down to note paper like little notepads i know it's great and they were going to sell sussex royale comforters and you could see i could see it actually because yeah, yeah. trump has them you know the trump international right. has like comforters and sheets we're going to bring royalty to target right and they wanted sussex royale to be everywhere it was actually you know they could envision i could envision it trickling down to the dollar store because that's where these things end up. You know what I mean? Like the over overages at the, at the TJ Maxx. It would end up at TJ Maxx, right? Right. Okay. So there, she was going to make. She was going to marry into to to, to this, mm-hmm. and then she was going to bank on it. Yeah. And now she's she's frustrated. She's angry, and she's trying where to are find they getting their money. By the way, by doing Netflix series. Okay. That's it? So here's the thing: they're doing. They're getting paid. They're trying. She's trying to find her angle. Okay. She's trying to find her angle. So they did the, the, the interview with Winfrey. They got paid millions of dollars to do that. Okay? They're getting... 40 million is not the cost of this documentary. Okay? That's what they're getting paid. Right. So she's trying to find... So the angle... You have to come up with the salaciousness. Mm. She is a Jerry Springer. <laughs> what can we do to make this juicy? She doesn't care. She's not caring. It's, it's, it is in the back room. She's thinking... I need to make this story juicy. There's right. not a lot of juice here. It's like trying to squeeze blood out of a turnip. It's not going to happen. But that's why she's doing this. And so, so uh, regardless of how you feel about the royal family, mm-hmm. okay, what this girl is doing is just evil. You can see no, 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 it no, all no, no, over her she, face. They are lefty, wokest people, and we're going to cover this. Yeah. Who went and took a rewar- uh, an award at the JFK Awards, okay? And, like, Alec Baldwin was there. He killed a woman with a gun. Okay. He totally did. And and, and they're accepting free. this award and they flew in a private jet, but Harry truly believes that he can pay his way out of the carbon uh he can pay carbon credits and do, but, but because you're a little person and you can't pay uh, carbon credits, then you can't fly private. Right. Okay. But we where got- are they getting the money for private jets because 40 million dollars goes away really fast when you're spending it like that. That's true. Well, they, that's why they have to keep doing it. That's why they have to keep milking. They did. Uh, they did voiceovers for another uh, series, like an animal series. Like they're trying. They're working it. You saw. They're remember? Have to work remember? A lot remember harder. the video where um, uh, Harry was talking to somebody at ABC, and she like cuts in, like introduces herself, and she's like, he's trying to like. You know, talk you the, on a hot mic. You can kind of hear him talking to this ABC guy. Like my my wife even does voiceovers. Yeah, like, like she can do this. Gets, we need some money. All right, so there's more uh, this week that we're going to cover. I've That's, never been a working man before, but I'm going to do it now, and I'm going to tell you that my wife would be really well. Good actually, at this job. we have to give Harry's props. I know he was literally he was in, the in the military. military. Like he literally knew, he had a, he really gave his life for his country. No, he and did. now he still and now they stole it from him. <clears throat> uh, all right, so we've got uh, in the Ukraine. 
uh, it, there is the, where, where are we at? Um, and this is just the preview of what we're going to talk about. Right, right, right. We've got, <clears throat> do I have that one? I You do. It's in there. It's down here at the bottom. All right. Okay. So over 1.5 million people in the southern Ukrainian city of Odessa are without power uh, because last night there were kamikaze drones. There were 15 that Russia shot over. Ukraine shot down 10. Five got through and those they uh, took out the electric uh, infrastructure in the region. Wow. Uh, blackouts continue in the capital. It is cold. Actually, it's snowing there right now. So it's, it's, it's this is kind of a, it's a big deal. Um, we're going to cover not on Facebook because I can't even and you it's just crazy. Uh, a, a heartbreaking, wrenching video that will literally tear your heart out and stomp on it. So that sounds fun. In New Zealand, where authorities have medically kidnapped a baby because the parents don't want vaccinated blood for the heart surgery mm. of their baby. So the authorities went in and took the baby. In Nigeria, Nigeria, this is crazy. So Nigeria is the, out of all the African countries, Nigerians use uh, Bitcoin for transactions more than any other country. Mm -hmm. So I told you it was a gateway drug. Hey, come on. I'm just going to give you a little Bitcoin. You can do this. No, 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 no. You know what they're doing now? They are making it so that you can um, only withdraw $45 per day from an ATM because they are trying to transition. Oh, you're on Bitcoin. Great. We're going to get you on the central digital bank currencies. So Bitcoin is untraceable, but the digital currencies, we can trace everything. And they're forcing Nigeria to be a test pilot country for digital currencies. That's terrifying. Um, and then in, in Canada, a six-year-old Canadian girl, little girl, died after suffering mm -hmm. a massive stroke. A doctor diagnosed her with myocarditis after the flu. You know, here's the thing. Uh, I saw somebody share this the other day. I think it might have been Sharona Bishop of uh, Frank's Speech. Repeat after me. Um, it is not normal for children to have heart attacks or something like that. It was better said than that. But like, mm -hmm. we have to constantly remind ourselves that these things are not normal in children. Strokes, heart attacks, all of that. So Rod Stewart. Which um, Leah is channeling today. Today? With the hair. I didn't recognize it, but we're going to leave with this story because, because um, of your hair is we have the so same hair Rod, today. Hang on, i got to pull this up. You guys got to see We this. have the this exact same hair today. Um, Rod Stewart is like 550 years old. Uh, he's actually 77. He has an 11-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> With his, like, I'm not even kidding, like, fourth wife. Fifth wife, something okay. like that. Um, but the story of this is actually this 11-year-old son of his was rushed to the hospital playing uh, soccer, football, football, soccer. And... Uh, he went, the, the little boy went blue and unconscious. Okay, so with the Rod Stewart, you guys didn't see that. You didn't hear us talk about they, it. They, heard, they saw it. They didn't hear it. Okay, so um, Rod Stewart, his son is 11 years old, and he was playing soccer. And there we go. he fell backwards. He was blue and unconscious, and they rushed him to the hospital. Yeah. And they're saying, they, they expected a heart attack. He went blue and unconscious. And they're saying now it was a panic attack because he wanted to do well. But I'm telling you, kids don't go blue and unconscious from a panic attack. Okay? This is a suspected heart attack. And the question remains, did he have the jab? And, right. And why are so many kids being rushed to the hospital with suspected heart attacks? I've never heard of that in yeah. a child, ever. Yeah, exactly. So that's all we were talking about. Now, it's probably best that what I was saying was muted anyway because I wasn't saying it as well as I would have liked when it comes to, but, but did y'all see, and let me go back now, let's double check in the chat, make sure, 
um, that the, uh, as I, as I switch screens, the sound should be here. There it is. Okay. Um, right here. You have to see the resemblance of the hair. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really we, impressive. Yeah, he was modeling me. Okay. All right. Back to the Ukraine. Back to Ukraine. All right. So we have, we have volume now. The, yeah, uh, city, the southern city of Ukraine, uh, of Odessa in the Ukraine has been hit by these kamikaze drones and the city now is without electricity. Uh, the situation remains difficult, but in their control. Um, what the official said there, but while acknowledging that hospitals and maternity wards do have access to electricity at this point, as a result of the strike, there is no electricity in almost all districts and community in our region, said the governor of Odessa. Starting Friday, the Ukrainian government said Odessa and the southern regions were in the midst of suffering the worst and most sustained power outages due to the latest wave of major Russian aerial attacks. The biggest of these attacks started Monday and particularly targeted much of the south and the power grid. National grid operator uh, Rengo, Rengaro, Rengaro said because of damage caused by missiles, um, you can play that video if you want. Just kind of give somebody some Hang visuals. On, wait, it might get loud. There we go. It's not bad. And the high voltage network, the system has a significant shortage of electricity. The situation has been made worse by severe frost, rain, snow, and strong wind, which winds which are causing wires to ice over, actually, in the western regions. But east, where fighting has been fiercest, is okay, suffering the most. I was like, what are we looking at? I don't uh, even know what There is a lack of at. energy, uh, up to a third of what is needed. So these, it's supposed to be, um, I think it's just we're in dark. We're in the dark. We're, okay, we're in the darkness. Got it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're like, in the darkness. So uh, Putin has, meanwhile, accused the Ukrainians of waging uh, their own cross-border attacks on Russia's own energy and resources, alleging in a speech days ago it uh, its forces sabotaged power lines um, from the cursed nuclear power plant, as well as cutting water supplies to the Russian-controlled Donsk region, which he called an attempt at genocide. Mm. Last week, Ukrainian officials said the Russian forces had continued to play a game of nuclear chicken due to their installing multiple rocket launches at the shutdown uh, uh, the the Zaporizhzhia nuclear power plant. Okay, so should we play the video, do you think, of the Merchant of Death? Yeah. Okay, so... Victor Boot. The Brittany Grinner is a women's basketball player. Big woman. Question womanhood. Um... The Russians did. Very large. Uh, but the Russians, here's the thing. The Russians questioned her womanhood, but they kept her in the women's penal colony. So, you know, they, there you, go. you know, maybe. You did know. they check? They check. I'm sure they checked. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she was traded for supposedly this merchant of death. And we covered this on Friday. And uh, there was an ABC, you know, 60 minutes. Tick, 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 tick. You know, he was supply. He was like the most dangerous person in the world and was supplying weapons to Africa. Well, Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> God bless you. Sorry. It turns out that actually we paid this guy. We work with this guy in Iraq and he was running all kinds of missions for us in Iraq. You're kidding. Like we covered this on Friday. You mean, yeah. What are you talking about? We, co- he, we, we, he ran missions for us in Iraq. Victor Boot. Yes. And it was a, it was just a year. Are you sure I didn't walk away to you, play with the dog? No, you did. Cause you're like a year. It was a year. He was arrested a year after he stopped running those missions in, in, in Iraq for us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not while he was in jail for 14 years here. They didn't, like, no, pull him out of jail arrest- to run missions. No, he was running missions in okay. Iraq, and then he was in jail for 14 okay. years. Okay. Uh, uh, and his... Um, because so- that actually would be helpful, by the way. You know what I mean? Let's... Okay. Why pay for him 
to be in jail for 14 years. Put him to good use. <laughs> yeah, no. It was a joke. Well, that, so I think there's more to this story than meets the eye, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm wondering more on is was he like the merchant of death if mm. we were using him for so for so many missions? Uh, that's a good question to be to be asked. Now he has his first interview on RT, and I don't know if you can play RT on Facebook. Honestly, I think we RT's better wait. Banned. That'll just give you guys more reason to. But follow he has us an interview. Rumble when we shut down. He has down this Facebook. crazy interview where he seems like I'm not even kidding you, like a normal person, and I'm just and he's like I you know. He got to know uh, rural Americans, and you guys got to get back to your Christian roots. Like, seriously, I would play it, but it's our team. We will play it later. We will play it later. Schnauzers. For sure. But that's going to get you guys to, to keep coming back. Keep staying. Because <laughs> you're going to want to see that. It's really You know, and weird. I said this before on the show. Steven Crowder has a mug club. Mug club. Right? You're going to pay to watch more of his content. Do you guys know that you don't have to pay to watch any of our content? We don't do that. We don't do any kind of paywall. All we do is we ask you, if you're watching on Facebook, to just follow us over on Rumble afterwards. Okay, so here is, anything. here's a story that could go one of two ways. Either way is bad, okay? So an American journalist, Grant Wall, he went to cover the World Cup oh, yeah, this in is Qatar. Awful. And he was wearing, like, he was all, I don't know if, I don't know if he's gay himself, but he was, like, wearing a rainbow shirt. Mm -hmm. And he actually was arrested for wearing this rainbow shirt right. while in Qatar. So here's the thing. It made headline news. He has died while covering the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. He was 48 years old. Now, immediately my brain said they killed this dude because he was anti because he was trying to promote, you know, homosexuality. But but supposedly he caught bronchitis and then he got pneumonia and so let's just kind of go into the story here. His name is Wall. His name is Grant Wall. He was reportedly stricken in the press area of the Argentina-Netherlands match. Uh, he actually um, made tweets about how he felt really sick. I don't know why you're so... You, you're not supposed to be around people when you're sick, by the way. Like, yeah, the whole world hello? has changed. You don't work well Officials said anymore. he received immediate medical attention, was subsequently transferred to a hospital prior to his death. The U.S. Soccer Federation posted it on his Twitter account that it was heartbroken learning of his passing. Grant made soccer his life's work, and we are devastated that he and his brilliant writing will no longer be with us. His agent told the New York Times he had gone into acute distress in the final minutes of a quarterfinal match, which he was covering from the press tribune. Uh, U.S. media uh, seated near him said Wall fell back in his seat in the media tribune at the um, Lusall Iconic Stadium during extra time and reporters adjacent to him called for assistance. The night before the quarterfinal match at which he passed away, he posted his daily report from the event, which was critical of the Qatari officials' apathy towards migrant workers who had died building the stadiums used for the World Cup, which is you know, that was legit and we covered that. While grabbed headlines in the early days of the tournament when he showed up at a match wearing a t-shirt expressing support for LGBT rights, according to NPR, he was not allowed to enter and was detained by Qatari authorities Authorities before later being released. Uh, homosexuality is illegal in Qatar, uh, where there have been reports of abuse and ill treatment against LGBT individuals. Which is probably, I mean, I'm not going to say whether he was gay or not. I don't care whether he was gay. But it makes sense to me why someone would wear a shirt to kind of combat that. Just as a, really a way to make so a statement. So his brother is gay, and he said through tears he believes his brother may have been killed. He said, I am the reason he wore the rainbow shirt to the World Cup. I do not believe my brother just died. I believe wow. he was killed. You want to play that or no? I guess so. All right. 
My name is Eric Wall. I live in Seattle, Washington. I am Grant Wall's brother. I'm gay. I am the reason he wore the rainbow shirt to the World Cup. My brother was healthy. He told me he received death threats. I do not believe my brother just died. I believe he was killed. And I just beg for any help. Hmm. Wow. So, um, it's very interesting. Um, some people are saying, you know, he, you know, they're posting his jab status. I got, he, he posted, um, on October, on April 7th, 2021, that he got his jab. And so people are saying, you know, so uh, Yasmin Mohammed, uh, who I follow, she's an ex-Muslim living in Canada. The reason why people are suspecting Qatar foul play in Grant's uh, death is because sh Sharia countries have a track record of chopping up journalists and embassies, beating girls to death over hijab, executing gay people and atheists. Um, you made this bed. Um, and apparently he died of bronchitis. Hmm. And then Qatari sociologist Dr. Abid so-and-so, so-and-so celebrates the death of U.S. journalist Grant Wall in Qatar. Um, wow. And so do there you, are two Do you kind of collapse from bronchitis, though? Like, I don't know. I, I, I've never had bronchitis that I know of. Um, it doesn't seem like the type of thing that you would just collapse from. I'm just this saying. Is, this is one of those things. Makes you go, hmm. That just makes you go home. Either here's the deal though. I would I, this is what this I will say this much. I don't think it was a natural death. And what I mean by that is it was either because of the you know what or because of the of Qatar's stance on homosexuality. Yeah, one or the other, you know. I don't I don't think there's an in between. He died suddenly. He just did. Yeah. Uh yeah. Iranian uh, security forces target female protesters with bullets to their faces, to their chest, and to their genitals. What? Since the murder of the 22-year-old Iranian woman, Masha Ami, Amini, from injuries sustained at the hands of the uh, thugs there in Iran, um, Iranian men and women have continued to protest against the regime's brutality. Protesters have faced being fired on with AK-47s, fired in indiscriminately on protesters in the street and from their moving vehicles. Uh, Iranian celebrity chef Murshad Shadidi was beaten to death by security forces during anti-hijab protests, reportedly killed by multiple uh, violent baton blows at, uh, by the hands. Over a thousand students were allegedly poisoned ahead of mass protests planned earlier this week. Poisoned? And now, and now doctors are speaking out about what they have seen while treating victors, victims of the regime, claiming that Iran Iranian security forces are specifically targeting female protesters by aiming fire at their, at their body parts. Um, and the hatred there for secular Muslim women runs deep. Iranian security forces are targeting women, and this is from The Guardian. Wow. Men are not wounded based on looks or sexuality. And I think the, um, the EU has leveled uh, fresh sanctions on Iran following the first protest-related execution. So the West continues ratcheting up its sanctions uh, against uh, Iran as the now effectively collapsed efforts to restore this uh, J 
JCPOA nuclear deal are ever more distant in the rearview mirror. Now, what I didn't cover last week was there was a story coming out, and I don't know how much of it's true, that they had dissolved their morality enforcement police. And people inside of Iran are saying that I don't believe that's true, so I haven't really reported on that, but that was a headline that went out. Um, I'm going to bring that to you when I know that's for sure. Obviously, they're still killing people who were part of the protests. protest. Uh, <laughs> Europe is actually taking aim at Iranian military supplies to Russia and mid the ongoing conflict in Ukraine. So Iran is actually supplying Russia with um, some military aid. Iran has supplied suicide drones to the R Russian military, which have seen increasing use against the Ukrainian cities and national energy infrastructure. The new measures will target around eight individuals and organizations involved in the manufacturing delivery of drones uh, to Moscow, another 20 individuals, and one organization will be added to asset freezes. I don't really see this as a good guy, bad guy situation because it's this triangular, circular thing where the the West is siding with Ukraine. They're super corrupt. Russia is getting aid from Iran. And then there was a price cap put on Russian oil at, I think, like 60 bucks a barrel. And Russia doesn't want the price cap on their oil, so they're selling it to India and to China. Mm -hmm. So you've got a lot of international dealings here where there's no real good guy there's no real oh i want to cheer for them yeah this is kind of us just sitting back and saying wow this is <clears> happening <throat> right now where is this going to go all right let me read a couple of comments Stuart the brit says um it's amazing to see it's amazing to be people whom uh took the thing y'all know and still uh can't see the wood for the trees some sort mm -hmm. of dumb barry says uh michelle I want you to go to your messenger and play Nigel. He has covered massive corruption in the EU. It's breaking I've news. 600,000 euros worth of fraud. Um, Hilt said, I've heard something about the World Cup. Is that when Farage was talking about? Um, that's a question there in the in the chat. Uh, Stuart the Brit says, there's corruption in the EU. Say it ain't so. It can't be. Um, <clears throat> Donna on Rumble says, I don't doubt Boots claim that our three-letter agencies made up charges against him. And then also, Wall is married to a vax pusher. His brother is gay. That's why he wore the shirt. Hmm. Uh, so before we head, head to the corruption there in the UK, which we will, uh, in, the, in the Euro there with the five, six, four, four MEP, four, six MEPs, I think, uh, being arrested for corruption. They were actually Qatari money found, like, stuffed in their drawers, like, Wow. Just like we covered South Africa last week. We tried to. Very interesting coming out of Peru. So this is something in South America. We, we don't really hit South America as much as I think we should. There's been an impeachment, which is called, being called a coup in Peru. Very kind of, you know, developing story here. And I, I want to kind of break this down. So the Peru, in Peru, police have actually detained the president. His name was uh, Castillo uh, Com. Comerchio. Pedro Castillo. Com Pedro. Com what did I say? I think it's just Pedro, Pedro Castillo. What did I say? How did I say? I, I know that that You were adding that Pedro. extra thing. I know that means Pedro. Why did I? That's funny. Uh, I'm going to retweet a couple videos just so you guys can see. People are okay. in the streets. Uh, thousands of people keep flowing into Lima to protest the overthrow of Pedro Castillo. Uh, the people of Peru insist on overturning the 1993 constitution written in blood by the Fujimori regime and, the, and that Castillo hoped to replace through a constitute assembly. 
Um, you've got uh, one more here. I'm going to pull it. I'm going to, oh, shoot. That's not what I want to do. Peru rises up after coup against elected president Pedro Castillo. Pedro, Peru's de democratically elected left-wing president. This is why I'm not sure where we're going with all this. Pedro Castillo was overthrown and arrested in a coup on December 7th by the right-wing controlled Congress, which has an approval rating between 7 and 11 percent. Castillo is a humble teacher. This is from, I'm sure they're I'm not sure where, where this is going. And union organizer from a rural indigenous descent community in a country whose political system has long been dominated by racist elites. As soon as Castillo entered into office at the end of July 2021, the far-right elements of the Congress loyal to the U.S.-backed former dictator Alberto Fujimori constantly tried to overthrow him and destabilize his government. Uh... I don't know where this is going. I'm not exactly sure what this is. I'm going to read this um, uh, article from Zero Hedge. So the Peru Congress improves impeaching President Pedro Castillo. Peru's vice president rejects on Twitter Castillo's decision to, quote, uh, uh, perpetrate the breakdown of the constitutional order with the closure of Congress. So it turns out the U.S. is not only a, is not the only banana republic out there. Moments, moments ago, Peru President Pedro Castillo announced the dissolution of Congress and called for legislative elections to draft a new constitution hours before an impeachment debate. So here you got this. He actually dissolved Congress and called for presidential elections. So we have a lot of craziness going on here. All right. Uh, greatly escalating. He, he did not call for presidential elections. He said legislative. Right. Es elections. Greatly escalating a political crisis and putting the Latin American nation's democracy under threat. We took the decision of establishing a government of exception towards reestablishing re the rule of law and democracy, Castillo said in a televised speech Wednesday, adding that the incoming Congress will draft a new constitution within nine months. From today and until the new Congress is established, we will govern through decrees. <laughs> I will be dictator. Castillo's move was met with nationwide protest and outrage by the Peruvian Constitutional Court, which called the dissolution of Congress a coup and said that Castillo is no longer president. Meanwhile, the Congress, which apparently did not get the memo that had been dissolved, stated that Castillo's impeachment session early uh, started his impeachment session early and will mo and voted to remove the president. Additionally, the Peruvian vice president. Um, rejected Castillo's coup while the country's attorney general said he would file a criminal complaint against Castillo. Meanwhile, Castillo also announced a curfew and the, quote, reorganization of Peru's justice system, including the top courts at the same time he pledged to respect private property and business freedom. The president also said that all illegal arms in possession of Peruvians must be handed back to the police within 72 hours. Could we say Castillo? Because I'm pretty sure that's probably how Castillo? it's... Castillo? What am I there's saying? There's no Castillo? L's. I don't think there's any L's Castillo? in this. Castillo? Castillo. Oh, it's Castillo. Okay. Castillo. Okay. Cool. You took Spanish. I know the LL is what? Castillo. So Castillo's unexpected move comes as Congress was preparing to discuss a third impeachment attempt uh, against him. After failing to remove him from power twice, the president has had a rocky relationship with lawmakers since the start of his administration in July of 2021, yet the measure risks creating a backlash as its legality will be questioned. A sign of that came quickly after Castillo's speech with Fre uh, Finance Minister Kurt Bernio. So uh, right now, and just like that, what will matter at the end of the day is who controls the army, and we're going to discuss that in Brazil. Because actually Bolsonaro and the army back Bolsonaro <laughs> there in Brazil. Uh, so Peru is definitely, you know, Peru is one of those places that people say they like to go visit. That it's like a really 
fun place to visit. I know a lot yeah. of people go there. This is a very strange turn of events there uh, in Brazil. It just, I, I find it fascinating that there that what we're seeing in South America, where it, this is just all kind of going cray cray, like. It just kind of makes you wonder, like, what is going on in South America? So I, I'm not that familiar with South America. So I wanted to pull up a map and just see how close Brazil is to Peru. It's not like close at all, but you're, like looking at all the different well, South American countries, it is. Uh, it's it's definitely. Um, I guess Brazil uh, is giant, and there's all sorts of um, areas in Brazil, states in Brazil, like states in Brazil. So it does, it does border Brazil. So let me, let me pull up this map so you guys can see this, because if you're in like our world news, you may not be, uh, geography has only had to become a huge part of my life because of resistance chicks. Prior to that, it was not that important to me. I'm going to be honest. Um, so I'm still, I have been learning for the last didn't six you years. Like, didn't you watch Where in the Rose Karma San Diego? Yeah, but I didn't retain apparently a bunch of that. Um, there we go. Okay. So Brazil is Brazil takes up a huge portion of Here's of the South thing. America. Here's what and you need Peru to know about right South America. South America is usually run by soci socialist communists. Um and and you're you're going to it's I'm just saying with them being so close together. That was what I was wondering. I was like how close are they is the is is some of this like if, craziness if, if spilling Bolsonaro over. can use the, exactly. the military, why can't I? But here, here he's he's a socialist dis dictator, dictator wanting to take over, and Bolsonaro is trying to rule by the rule of law. Exactly. So that's a, that's an interesting um, comparison there. All right, so let's move on to the story where uh, Barry was talking about. A vice president of the European Parliament and four others were arrested on Friday by Belgian police in connection to a corruption case involving the Islamist government of Qatar. Uh, Michelle, this if you bring up the Twitter tweet, Nigel's right there, and he's going to explain this. This is, this is hilarious to me. Money just stuffed into, like, drawers and stuff. 600,000 euros in cash here. Major corruption alert in Brussels. Yes, a big police raid. Yesterday morning, 16 MEPs' houses raided, five arrests, 600,000 euros found in sock drawers and in cupboards. Belgian press say it's Qatari money, it's cash for lobbying. We don't yet know the truth. What we do know is it's a huge, massive scandal. What we do know is, because I was there for nearly 21 years, Brussels runs on a sea of total corruption. However bad things in Westminster are, whoever disgusted you over Matt Hancock or PPE contracts to Baroness Moan, yes, we've got our problems, but it's nothing like as bad in Brussels where the whole thing is endemic. Thank God we're out. And let's hear some more about this story. Major corruption okay. alert. All right. All right, so Eva Kali, a Greek MEP from the Socialist Party of Posk, is reportedly to be among five people arrested and questioned by police in Belgium following a series of raids carried out at 16 addresses in Brussels. The country's federal prosecutor said in a statement reported by the AFP on Friday, today's searches have enabled investigators to recover about 600,000 euros in cash. Now, how much of that was just you just storing? I mean, like, seriously. Was it all? I mean, like a hundred thousand dollars? Doesn't everybody keep like a, you know an extra, about an extra hundred thousand sure, in their in really. their uh, sock drawers and stuff? Come on now, isn't anything sacred? 
come <laughs> on. If I want to store some money, I would think I'd be allowed to store it in my underwear drawer. But I guess that's where they look first. We know that from Melania Trump. They did look in her clothes for stuff, didn't they? they that's what they wanted were looking to look at her clothes. They wanted to see if she had money stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the country's federal prosecutor. That because Melania Trump needs it. She girl got a credit card. She does. She don't need your money stuffed in her in her in her bras and in, in underwear and that's stuff right. like that. She got credit. Cha Chang girl. She gets the Cha Chang. Okay, so um, the prosecutor added the investigator suspected a Gulf country of influencing the economic and political decisions of the European Parliament by paying large sums of money. This is very interesting. So we hold this World Cup in Qatar. Obviously, the people in the world, okay, <laughs> uh, hold this uh, World Cup in Qatar, knowing that Qatari's government is one of the most corrupt governments in the entire world. Yes. Awash with oil money and mm. arms dealing and all kinds of craziness. Yeah. But... But soccer, and how many people were paid off to get that could, that the the World Cup in Qatar? That's an excellent question. And we do know that a lot of people died just building the stadiums. But nobody seems to care. Why is it we have to worry about sea walruses and stuff like that and polar bears, which are actually doing very well right now? I don't know if you heard. <laughs> okay, the ice is not do doing too bad. <laughs> and. We have we have to be scolded into the climate, you know, craziness. Yeah. But soccer must go on in Qatar. Of course. And people must die building the stadiums. Absolutely. This is and, and my question is is whose bad list do these guys get on cuz everybody in Brussels is being paid off by somebody. That's true. So I don't take I take this with a little grain of salt. Cuz here's the thing. You can't kid a kidder. No, here it comes. These people go after, they will eat themselves. I'm telling you. No, they totally will. That's an excellent point. The hypocrisy <sighs> is strong with these people. All right, did oh, you want to play so, the video? Uh, the Greek MEP, we don't have to play it, but the Greek MEP, Ava, uh, who was arrested during last month's uh, plenary where they were meeting, she delivered a highly rosy speech, you don't have to play it, about Qatar and attacked its critics in Europe. Isn't that funny? <laughs> so that's what she got paid to do. Mm-hmm. Would you just would you just paint us in a better light? Come on. Here's a hundred grand. Come on. Just paint us in a good light. You know, would I, you do it? I, I I don't know. I don't think about it. Greek MEP, the Greek MEP who serves as one of the uh the European Parliament's 14 vice presidents. I love this. We got you get vice president, you get vice president, you get vice president. The, so stupid. Carolyn says yes, could have planted the money. Also previously met with Qatar's labor minister, Al Ali bin uh uh Samik somebody somebody ahead of the world cup following the number of meetings she said i believe the world cup for arabs has been a great tool for the political transformation and reforms there here's your line to read it okay uh despite qatar being frequently criticized for its human rights by european leaders countries in the bloc have increasingly turned to the islamist kingdom to meet their energy demands following the um this i love this russia bad russia let's go to qatar yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> they kill the homosexuals <laughs> there. No big deal. Oh my gosh. So, so for those of you that are following, these are two different stories about Qatar today. Yeah, we're Qatar's in the news. We'll get our Qatar and we'll start playing in a minute. Qatar is That's already really one of that the was largest a, that was a good pun. exporters of liquid natural gas to the bloc uh, alongside the United States, Nigeria, Algeria, and Russia. According to the Belgian press, former Iranian socialist MEP Pierre Antonio Panzeri, who currently serves as the head of Brussels-based nonprofit organization Fight Impunity, um, 
were also reported to be amongst those who were arrested. I, I, I'm seeing a theme here of left-wing people who do not care about human rights violations. They will go, Black Lives Matter, but Arab lives, just give me some money and just do your thing, guitar, whatever. No, you know, these people exactly are what they do. so hypocritical. So hypocritical. Well, again, and that goes to, and we're going to talk about Ukraine today. Um, it's all about what wave to ride. It is. We, we're we're anti-Nazi <clears throat> until we actually have literal Nazis in, in, Ukraine. in Ukraine, and then we're okay with them. Then we're going to just kind of hide it. We're going to like right. put it so everybody comes over. Where can we stuff everything? Put it under the bed. Where put do it in we the closet. hide the you real the closet Nazis? And everything falls out real quick. Yeah. That's what's happening Where right now. We stuff our real Nazis. Our real Nazis. All right. Thank God we're out. Farage responds to the EU parliament there. He says, um, Wow. My stomach just gurgled a really loud gurgle. We don't know that the mic picked that up. Did you guys hear that? You don't have to laugh about it. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, it's nothing like as bad. He said in, Re in, in Westminster, we've got our problems, but it's nothing as bad as Brussels. And the whole thing is endemic. Thank God we are out. And that's Now, I'm curious, though, when it comes to Farage, yes, we, and I say we because we love you guys. Uh, we're on a team here. Yes, we're out. But what is Nigel going to do considering that the EU parliament still seems to have a lot of control? Mm. You were supposed to leave. You didn't leave all the way. And uh, and so I'm just curious. He's getting back in. You know, yeah. he's going to fight the good fight. He's going to lay hold of eternal Brexit. <laughs> you know, I really think that's where he's going. Uh, all right. So one more, one more story. And then we're going to turn. I honestly, I'm chomping on the bit to do the Harry and Meghan bit here in a second. But expensive, his ex expensive hypocrisy. The UK to import shale gas, fracking gas from the U.S. while banning fracking at home. So Sinek, the guy who wasn't elected, the little robot guy who wants you on the, the, uh, the CBDs. He, he has one of those like faces that's annoying to look at. And I would say that regardless of his position, like he just has a face. It's because he's acting. We saw him dancing with the, the, the naked chicks, you know. Okay, yeah. so this is an expensive hypocrisy in light of his decision to ban fracking in the United Kingdom. And actually, Neil Oliver has a big monologue on this where he, I'm not for fracking at all because I feel like you should not break the earth crust. I agree. Boom, because like what happens in Oklahoma is they're having like earthquakes and things like that. So I don't believe that you should frack. I mean, I know that conservatives think fracking is great. I know that Trump was for fracking, but I am not for breaking up the earth's crust. You know, I'm for going Amish. I feel like if you keep Do you breaking, need to frack if you live in, did the Amish, would the Amish need to frack for any reason? No. Remember Fraggle Rock? You know, they lived underground, the little, th little dudes. I'm just saying. I do not believe it, guys. This is, this is true. There is nothing that we need as much need so much as to break the earth apart. Literally, it's I think a tower of Babel mindset. Like literally, we live this comfortable lifestyle. I'm streaming to you through electronics of this first world amazing technology that we have that requires power and all of these things. Don't worry. It's like it, but it at feels what like cost? a CERN moment. It feels like a CERN <clears throat> moment. It's like Oh, don't worry. We won't burst up the Earth crust too much that we destroy the planet or anything, mm -hmm. right? This is where. I, so I'm I'm against this, but 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 the UK is actually bringing in our fracking natural gas from America. What? Because they've banned the fracking in the UK. So wait a minute. So our crust 
on our side of the world is getting destroyed for you guys. Yeah, you can to live bring up the this way article. Richard Ty says the U.S. <laughs> shale gas deal um, costing more money, creating more CO two, and and he's saying you have. I've got the article. Go. Here we go. Just, Richard Tice got him. This freezing December day, yet more expensive hypocrisy by the incompetent Tory government, aided and abetted by other politicians from the Labour Party. Yes, we hear the announcement that a big deal has been done to import three times as much gas from the US. What type of gas? Shale gas, fracked gas. So we're going to send more money, more of our jobs at higher cost to create much, much more CO2 by importing shale gas in big ships, creating CO2, liquefying it, revaporizing it. When we've got our own shale gas, we could have it cheaper, we could save CO2, we could keep our jobs and our money here in the UK. But no, the hypocrites, the incompetent, the negligent politicians. Okay. You can stop that. So when it comes to like new, new uh, clear power and fracking, should we ever do something that, like, here's the thing. On a small scale, there's small scale things that you can do. Small scale, it's not going to cause a nuclear reaction and cause a bunch of people to get sick or radiation to go, you know, a thousand square miles or whatever. So we, I feel like as human beings... In our lust for power and our lust for things, we could we could scale it down so that what we do to have what we have does not have the possibility of That's destroying <clears throat> millions of lives. Yeah, you know what I love, and we don't take advantage of this very much. Um, our powers, like water power, right? Yeah. So there's two different types of water power. Okay, there's there's water power that that actually creates electricity, creates electricity, and then there's water power that physically does a thing that moves things. Exactly. And, so and like a wind, grain mill, windmill, grain mill, windmill pumps, mm -hmm. things like that. So 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 we don't actually towers, need electricity yeah. to do a lot of the things that we have electricity doing. So That's we could so use a lot less electricity if we were using more water power just directly in our communities. Yeah, and green there's people a reason, talk about that. There's a reason why, at least here in the United States, and I'm guessing around the world, there are rivers throughout everything. It's if, a beautiful thing that God has done. Were used, like, we're Milford, right? Yeah, so it's called would, Milford because it had a mill. A grain mill. And so people would take water. Their, you grow, you go get, your grain goes down to this mill, and then you take flour home. Because exactly. you don't have the... Exactly. But here's the cool thing. You can actually have small grain mills, and I have one on a bicycle. Here's I, what I love about our Old Order Mennonite friends, where we get our raw milk from, and you guys know that story, uh, Scott Richardson, who passed away, and you guys helped fund. Uh, they're actually going to be taking their trip, by the way, that we helped fund. We raised $10,000 um, in the GoFundMe for, for the guys. Richardson family, and I want to thank you guys for They're that. going to be going back to her hometown in her the Philippines. Her home country. Her home country <laughs> in the Philippines. Yeah, but my point is, we have been there and watched their Clydesdales 
walk on a wooden treadmill yeah. and that wooden treadmill powers a PTO. And if you guys know anything about mechanics, it, there is no end to what a PTO can run. And all of that is done without electricity. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even saying obliterate electricity altogether. What I am saying though, is why are we wasting electricity that harms the harms the planet god's planet so badly and we all know this and for some reason we just don't care we're arrogant christian conservatives that say guzzle oil and and throw our plastic out the window and it, it, we're just like well we don't care because god gave us this planet to just enjoy you know, I mean, this is absolutely absurd. We should be getting back to a more monumental, godly lifestyle, and then the amount of electricity that we do, that we need to use, the amount of actual car power that we need to use. If we were all riding in horses and buggies, so like you can't get from from here to California in just a horse and buggy, okay? Well, but you could use your horse and buggy around your community. And then if you needed, just like the Amish do, if they need to, they will take a bus, right? If they, if I don't know, I think if they need to, they will get on a plane because they have passports. So yes, they would get on a plane, but that's not something that they use every day in their life. So I'm just saying like, like you just said, there are ways to scale back mm -hmm. all of this that would have zero need for fracking. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm done with the fracking. I I just think it's dangerous. I really, I truly do. All right, let's go to Nigeria for a minute here. So this is really crazy. Nigeria has limited ATM withdrawals to $45 a day. Wow. $45 a day. They are trying to force their government-controlled digital payments. In April, the leading cryptocurrency exchange, KuCoin, noted that 35%, this is huge, of the adult population in Nigeria, roughly 34 million adults, 34 million adults, 18 to 60, own Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. But when it came to the country's central bank digital currency, they want to do this Enaria. It was a massive, massive failure. According to Bloomberg, only one in 200 Nigerians actually use this Enaria because the whole point of using the cryptocurrency is to be secret, okay? Despite government, it's even it's more secret than cash, okay? They, you, Bitcoin is more secret than cash. Nobody can track you, right? Uh, they probably were trying to go around taxes and things with this. I mean, they're smart people. Despite government implemented discounts and other incentives um, implemented as desperate measures to increase adoption, now the government is looking to boost uh, digital payments by limiting ATM withdrawals to just 20,000 uh, Naria or roughly $45 a day, Bloomberg reports, citing a circular sent to lenders on Tuesday. The previous withdrawal limit was about $350. Weekly cash withdrawals from banks are now limited without fee to about 225 US dollars for individuals and about $1,000 for corporations. That's wow. like nothing. Wow. Any amount above, above this will incur a fee of 5% or 10%. The action is the latest. And this is the government telling you, you can't, this is not the banks imposing a fee on you. This is the government imposing a fee on you. For your own money. Yes. A fee of you on you for your own money. You know, and it makes you kind of wonder, like, is the government just hard up for money? I mean, are they just trying to get people? But it's I I do believe it is it's it's it it's is a aimed specifically at desensitization. It desensitization to you to being a hundred percent digital, right? We're not here in the United States. They are limiting cash. There's places that don't take it. There are places that won't give change, right? All of this is to slowly edge us towards a digital currency, which is why Leah and I are so against digital currencies of 
any kind, right? Because it doesn't matter whether it's Bitcoin, which is untraceable. Their, their goal isn't for you to be able to do Bitcoin and they're not going to let you. They're just not. They're going to force you into their digital currency hands down. Exactly. We're seeing that with uh, Sam Bankman-Fried and his in X, in his FTX. His FTX uh, that was actually pretty much aimed at destroying Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah. And so what they're, they're framing this as the elites are ra- and framing this as giving people more access to banking. Yeah. It's total lie. It's a total lie, right? In Nigeria's largely informal economy, cash outside of banks represents 85% of currency in circulation and almost 40 million adults are without a bank account. Do you think that maybe that's what they want? They don't want to be in your stupid banking system. They're saying, they're saying that 85% of currency in circulation is not done through banks. They can't track you. They can't trace you. And they want to use Nigeria as a testing ground for this. Like they've used Africa for testing ground for years, Bill Gates. <laughs> the central bank last month announced plans. Oh, we're just going to bring, roll up this uh, vaccine program. We haven't done it in the rest of the world yet, but we're just going to pick an African nation and say, we're doing this for your own good. Jab, line up for this jab. And don't worry. We'll also help control the population through it. Exactly. And, and, and Bill Gates' wife will go in and say, you know what? Uh, women in Africa have like 10 kids because their their children, they might lose uh, three or four or five children. So they feel like they have to have more children. So if we can guarantee through vaccines that their children that they do have will live longer, then they'll only have like two or three kids. Huh. That is, that was, that's her reasoning. I know. It's very strange. All right. So the central bank last month announced plans to issue redesigned high value notes from mid-December December to mop up ex- excess cash. So we're going to do bigger notes that can't be broken down to smaller ones. Right. Ooh, this is nefarious. And it's given residents until the end of July to turn in their old bank notes. The bank also plans to mint more of the Inaria digital currency. You can't. You can't mint this. You're making up money. Any digital currency is made up. We're going to mint the E. Deno- it is E. What do you mean mint? <laughs> You're not. Is To mint something is a legit thing that you have in your hand. And I honestly love having, let's see if I can, there you go. Love having the um, silver dollars that I have down here. Stop. You don't them. get to play with words. This is real money that you can make. You don't get to say you're minting digital currency. Right. Okay. That is fake. Oh no, but we're just putting more digital currency on the books. That's exactly what you're doing. That's exactly what you're doing, but you're not minting anything, which was launched last year, but has a face low adoption, says Bloomberg. What's more, our new rules will take in effect January 9th. will ban the cashing of checks over $112 over the counter and 22,000 through the banking systems. Point of sale cash withdrawals have been capped at $45. Meanwhile, banks are only allowed to load their ATMs with 200 Naria denominations and under, while individuals and corporations will be allowed a ca- to cash a maximum of about 5 to 10 million Naria respectively if there are compelling circumstances not exceeding once a month. You've got to be able to prove to them that you need to. This isn't how this works. This isn't how this works. And uh, which will be subject to enhanced due diligence along with processing fees, according to the central bank. So why do we talk about issues going on around the world? Because it affects each and every single country. So what we're seeing happen here in Nigeria is going to, uh, is going to 
kind of set the stage for this happening in all countries, right? Which is why Leah and I love, love, love to talk about God's money, which is, we believe it's silver and gold. You said something or you read something in the article here that was so fitting um, and pertinent for right now is that they are trying to get rid of the smaller denominations. Now, again, I only have my understanding of, of, of American money to go on. But within the last 100 years, we have gone from people using pennies, dimes, nickels, and quarters in their everyday usage, meaning you could buy things for a penny like you could a dollar, right? You could buy things for five cents like you did $5, okay? You could buy things for a dime like you did that was $10. So we have watched them systematically just through inflation get rid of our smaller money but here's the deal here's what it just literally kind of occurred to me as i was sitting here everybody loves to when lee and i go on a, a gold and silver oh there's not enough gold and silver you can, or not not that there's not enough you can't carry around that much well have you seen how much a a quarter ounce of gold is actually worth i think you can carry a lot of money with that by the way for for the first 200 years of our nation, Leah, mm -hmm. people were able, able to make their everyday transactions with coins and very rarely needed to use paper money. Are you following me? Mm -hmm. So if you go to a coffee shop and you want a cup of coffee, or it wasn't, they really didn't have coffee shops, so you go to a diner and you lay down like five cents for a cup of coffee right? That's what you could have carried. You carried around this money and it was fine. Mm -hmm. We've already done it is my point. Don't tell me that we can't because it's already been done. So they took us off of coins mm -hmm. and, and through inflation, which was, I believe, a systematic taking us, well, you can't carry, you know, all this change. You know, you can't carry all these rolls of quarters. You would need five rolls of quarters to equal 50 bucks. You can't carry all that around. So I think that part of it was to get us get rid of tangible money. Inflation is, is in part not only for them to get rich, but to get us off of tangible money that you could actually use yeah. coins to interact I love that. and make transactions. Very true. All right. One more silly story. I think this is so stupid. And then we're going to hit uh, another, our biggest silly story, which is Harry and Meghan. Okay. Okay. Cat calling will become illegal in Britain with up to two years in prison. No way. No, that, hey, no, no, no. Here's big the, mama. That's, that's how professional you are. You don't yeah. even whistle right. So cat calling or wolf whistling, I've never heard that term, is set to become a criminal offense in England with sentences of up to two years in prison. No. Yes. Yes. Here's the thing. They are not arresting people for crime, <laughs> like legit <laughs> stealing, right? Yeah. Okay, so and the, the embattled home secretary, which has so far failed to fulfill her main duty in stopping illegal Im uh, migration, announced that she has backed a change in the law to heavily penalize so-called street harassment. No. The law will come on top of existing legislation against sexual harassment, which is already a criminal offense. The new restrictions, which will come into effect next year, will criminalize public behaviors or gestures that are deemed to be intentionally made to alarm, distress, or harass someone based on their sex. Every woman should feel safe to walk off streets. We are putting the needs of victims at the heart of our decision, which will mean criminals who commit these acts face the consequences they deserve. It's a complex issue, and we've carefully considered the arguments taking into account a range of views. Once passed, the legislation, the legislation would criminalize intentionally walking closely behind someone as they go home at night, 
Very interesting. Um, making obscene or offensive gestures or comments towards a person. Obstructing a person's path, which... Uh, or wait. driving or riding a vehicle slowly next to a person walking home. But wait a minute. Let's, That's not... Let's, let's do... Let's make a... Uh, um, a delineation here. Mm -hmm. You and I understand catcalling as in here in the United States, like a whistle, right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I think that this is actually a massively necessary step for you guys in the UK, just from the religion that shall not be named, because this is a really bad thing that is happening in the UK where that you, I'm not saying that it should be illegal, you actually should just get rid of the people that are doing it. Um, you, we all know who it is. I don't think that this is meant to apply to the everyday Brit. I think that it's it, kind of like what's going on in Sweden right Here's now. Here's the thing. When there's you two have, different things, I think. This is the deal. John Adams said, without true Christian religion and morality, um, you would break... The, the, the Constitution would just be utterly destroyed. You have to keep creating laws and yeah. limiting limiting the spect of normal relations. When people when are not self-governing. I just remember, you know, it's like, it's the punishing of the everyone for the few. Okay? And if you've got this targeted... You shouldn't. What I'm saying is, you shouldn't need this. this is, exactly. There's more rules and more no, more, totally more rules. More rules. And what happens with these more rules is that everyday normal interactions that may not be good. This is going to be abused. Are actually it's going to be called abused. criminal, and it, and it goes to it goes to exactly like with the street preachers who were not allowed to preach against homosexuality. Mm -hmm. They will use this to go against innocent people like oh, absolutely. the crimes online, people who have posted pro even pro Brexit things or against homosexuality. I'm not know. saying that listen, I'm not saying that there's not more to this story. Yeah. I'm just saying that at first you're you're talking about the story and it's silly but and I'm laughing. Thing. But that's what they're hearing. So so what I'm These saying women, is, hang on, wait, pause. Women in the UK mm -hmm. from Muslims are being verbally harassed, harassed yeah. and it is awful. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of those harassments are leading to an actual rape. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we, you and I understand that the answer to that problem is not this. Mm hmm. Okay, but and so uh, on the surface, to me, this is really silly and this shouldn't be a thing and this is ridiculous and mm -hmm. how absurd, mm -hmm. right? But literally, as you were talking, I was starting to think and I'm like, wait a minute. There's a reason why they are doing this. Mm -hmm. I don't really think it's so that they can use it on other people later on. Mm -hmm. I think that it's just like, well, let's just address this instead mm -hmm. of reassessing our migration pro po policies. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and who are who are the people that are doing this? Is it the everyday Brit calling out to the everyday British woman? Like the construction workers, yeah. Like, th th I don't think that that's what this is about. Mm -hmm. It is going to affect that, and just like Hilt says, uh, Karen will be the most popular name in the UK soon because there will be women that will abuse this mm -hmm. to the everyday guy. 
I don't like catcalling. It's awful. I think it's terrible. We didn't really mm-hmm. experience it until we were in, um, when we lived in Oklahoma and mm-hmm. a lot of the Hispanics, that's just, that's their culture. Mm-hmm. It, that's not an excuse. I think it's awful. That's mm-hmm. just who they are. We were like, what is this? The American men don't usually do it, mm-hmm. especially the last like 30 or 40 years mm-hmm. with the rise of feminism and the uh, emasculation of, demasculation of men. Um, it's just not, it's not a thing. Yeah. I don't know if you can bring up uh, this one that I just kind of opened up. Uh, before we move on, I want to play a clip from Alistair Begg. He is a Scottish minister, and his sermon was saying that we need as Christians to be bold and to address things that are in the Bible. And, and Did you just retweet it? Uh, I didn't retweet it. No, I just opened it up to the side. Okay, um, I'm trying to find it. It's a Twitter, though. I'll tell you what, I'm going to undo it and then I'm going to redo it and then it will be in my feed. Okay. He says, if we lose conviction about the authority of the Bible, if we then become uncertain about it, then we lose our voice. If we then, uh, if we then in turn become indifferent to the issue, we are in real trouble. And he's talking about, I think maybe it's in reference to maybe the, the Irish priest who was talking about mortal sins of adultery and homosexuality. And I appreciate him standing up here and and preaching a sermon that is con- that has gone around the world. So I don't have the Jake Cribbs one. I have the Beckett Cook one. Play that one. I think okay. it's think they're the same. Okay, cool. So he's preaching from Romans one. And he's talking about the authority of Scripture. This is awesome. That acknowledges that we are not free to tamper with Scripture. Why would I want to come up here and address these things this morning? Only because of the Bible. We started. So we have to go. We're not free to tamper with the Bible. We're not at liberty to rewrite the Bible, to accommodate godless perspectives, whether it's a godless perspective on euthanasia or on abortion or on sexuality, whatever it might be, transgenderism. And in this arena right now, at this point in the 21st century here in America, within the framework of church, whatever you want to call church, big church, let everybody go in for the moment and think about this. The danger is an increasing danger that those who should know better are losing their convictions, not about sexual matters, but about the authority of the Bible. That is the issue. In all of these things, it is all from the Garden of Eden. The evil one came and said, did God really say? Did he really say that? They believed the lie and the rest followed. The same bullet is in his gun. Coming to the pastor and say, but wait a minute, pastor, is that what it really means? Is that what he really said? And those who are in positions of responsibility need to face that. If we lose conviction about the authority of the Bible, if we then become uncertain about it, then we lose our voice. If we then in turn become indifferent to the issue, then we're in real trouble. Whoa, I literally have goosebumps coming in waves. So good. If you just refresh here, I just have another little clip, and he kind of explains just in a really short way um, how when our longings are not filled by God, they they still need to be satisfied somehow. When our longings are no longer filled by God, who has made us for himself, the longings don't go away. The longings then have to be satisfied. I've got to satisfy the answer about my identity. I've got to satisfy the answer for the longings of my heart, for peace, for fulfillment, for joy, for satisfaction, for sexual fulfillment, whatever it might be. And in the course of that, the immorality is a revelation of the idolatry. 
Well, okay, I want to break that down. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Two, that's this a really deep statement, and I want to make sure that you guys grasp what he just said there. You know, throughout, if, if you've read the Bible, maybe you have, and I hope that you have, um, we see idol worship as a so consistent good. thing. That was so good. And then in today's day and age, we we want to look to all the, the Satanists and we're like, well, the only people that are worshiping idols other than God mm. are people that worship Satan or they yeah. worship, you know, maybe Hin the Hindus worship other gods. But pretty much no one else struggles with idolatry. Maybe if you think that the, a movie star is something really awesome, then you kind of idolize that, right? Mm -hmm. This pastor has just said that if God is not fulfilling the things that we are designed to have fulfilled by him, mm -hmm. we will then seek that fulfillment in other things, whatever that may be, like finding your identity in uh, your transgenderism or immorality, mm -hmm. uh, sexual immorality, you know, whatever it is. And then in that, mm -hmm. you have idolatry because you are fulfilling something in yourself mm -hmm. that is designed to have God fulfill it by something else that you are placing above God. Yeah. That was an excellent, excellent point that he just made. I'm, I'm so blown away by that. I absolutely love this pastor. And then also going back to the first clip that he that he talked about, you know, when you're talking about, he, I love how he said kind of the church, whatever you want to to call it. It's not, a, we want to sow the church or conservatism. We want to hang on these issues, but the issue, but the issue, but the issue. And he just said, forget the issue. This isn't about the issue. The devil's goal is not to have you be as a Christian anyway, be convinced that, that uh, a man can marry another man. It's to have you question the authority of the word of God. Yeah. Wow. No, it's so true. And another quote from that was, you will be fascinated to see the coming together of America's two political parties, not on the basis of affiliation, but on the basis of their commitment to sexual immorality. Wow. And I would say I Republicans and conservatives, we must hold the line when it comes to adultery fornication and homosexuality. Absolutely. And also uh, gender confusion in children. I want to read out the spelling of his name so you guys can look him up. It's A-L-I-S-T-A-I-R-B-E-G-G. -G. So write that yeah, down. Yeah, it's called God Gave Them Up. You can find that on YouTube. That's awesome. All That's right. Really speaking about God giving them up. Oh boy, here Megan and Harry, 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 Harry Potter. No. Yeah. Uh, Hagen, uh, Hagen. I'm going to call them Hagen. Megan and Harry? Yeah. Megan. Don't do that because we have friends that are Hagens and we okay. don't want to that. Hagen, Megan, and Mary. William, uh, yeah, That's a, that should be playing. All right. So what? I, let's see. I've got several YouTubes up. Where do I want to start? Okay, let's Rita. start with let's start with Rita. Let's start with uh, Rita and Paul here uh, in a little bit. I'm going to play I some them some so reactions much. here to okay. um, the new Netflix Meghan Markle. Uh, and and Prince Harry's documentary here. Uh, are you ready for this? I am not. I did not sign up for this at all. This is, by the way, the first three of six parts. Six parts! We're not going to have to do this for all parts, do we? Let's find out. All right, have a look. Jeez.
queen, how dare they? Well. After making her life so needlessly stressful in her final years. And also, see at the start, all the interviews happened in August. So they're telling you this all happened before she died, right? So everything mean we said about the family, what, they get to redo in the next couple of episodes? Well, no, they were happy for the Queen to see this travesty. They were happy for this to be inflicted on the Queen and the institution she served for 70 plus years. I mean, what a creative title. I'm very I, I prefer Ginger and Winger, but <laughs> I don't know why they didn't cope with that. I just really want to get to the other side of all of this. Of what? She's an actress, by the way. Reminder. I don't know what to say anymore. It's a harrowing ordeal. Remember, she had said she could turn on a tear. A oh, yeah. A bad actress. How did she ever get on suits? Have you ever seen that show? Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> what, what, is she, but what is she harrowing about? Like, well, she's recording the video because she's been paid $100 million. Yeah, to, to talk about what a victim she is. $100 million? Being absolutely 40. adored. Because this is the thing with this couple. Well, there's your jets. Never mind all the yeah, verifiable yeah. lies that have already been exposed. She was fated like nobody before. And I being one of the first to say, this chick's a fake, oh. what's going on? Oh. When everyone loved her, I remember that because everyone was just in raptures. And I'm like, do you not see how fake this is? We talked about how fake she was. Everything that she ever knew. Look how cute George looks. And then had to join me in my world. And then pretty soon after that, As you drive I ended up sacrificing everything that I know to join her in her world. I think they're like okay. war heroes. <laughs> this is stupid. Hang on, hang on. What am I even watching? Hang on, so okay. Oh, so she, I've had enough already. So she sacrifices her life to be, join his. Be, be, be a B-class actress on a TV program. Trade up, right? Massive Massive sacrifice. trade up. Yeah. And then he trades in her life to be with her, but he tells this harrowing story while driving an Audi. <laughs> Convertible. <laughs> if oh. this is what victimhood is, can I please sign up? This is so inauthentic. How thick would you have to be to think any of this is really, you know, this is, you get more reality from the Kardashians. This entire That's build true, actually. is so mundane. Like this is really, what is this telling us? This is supposed to be exposing us to truths that we this haven't heard. This is a global heard. event, Rita. But it's a global event. Thus far, I'm not only thoroughly bored, I'm starting to grow increasingly annoyed. Rarely do we have a holiday without someone with a camera, you know, jumping out of a bush or something. Within the family, within the system, the advice that's always given is don't react. Don't feed into it. It's good advice. Yeah. Should be taking it right now. <laughs> <laughs> there was always public pressure with its fair share of drama, stress, and also tears, and witnessing those tears. So we're starting the narrative here. Poor me because the paparazzi. That's it. Right? So we're, we're, we're building the PTSD narrative, right? That's it. This is the evil media 
um, never mind that things are fairly dramatically different, particularly for the royal family and the media's treatment of them now, yeah. compared to back then. 100%. Hello. You're right, Eugene. Beatrice, you're right. Hello. She's not good at faking a smile. <laughs> and then the deal was to put our skis on, then they'd then leave us alone. Well, yeah, some of them would. But then the other ones would just then follow us around, either taking photographs or waiting for an accident to happen, and then put out their cameras. So it was never fair. It never worked. Can I make a prediction? Mm. This is all setting up, obviously, what happened to his mum, and I was afraid it would happen to Megan. He's got to stop seeing his mum and Megan. It's frankly a little bit creepy. Okay, 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 okay. There's more. There's more. There's no, more. No, but well, um, Harry and Megan can cancel. Um, I want to break you that down it. a little bit. Okay. Um, we, we've got other videos that we will play. So my, my initial thought on all of this, when it comes to the paparazzi, and uh, listen, I'm not for any of that. And, and frankly, I'm not even really for the royal family, okay? No, no. But taking Harry's story mm -hmm. and then bringing Megan into it and mm -hmm. saying... You're a victim because your skin is somewhat dark, even though you pretty much look white. And now you have been drugged into this where the royal family has treated you so terribly. Mm. They're a bunch of racist snobs and you have to capitulate yourself and your entire life to them. What you should have done. This is what I would have done if I were in their shoes and I was authentically feeling the things that they say that they are feeling. Mm -hmm is I would have, like any Hallmark movie, been like, Harry, I want to marry you, mm -hmm. but I can't marry into the royal family, mm -hmm. so you're going to have to leave. Mm -hmm. She went into this eating up every little bit of everything that happened, and then it was like she was a Trojan horse trying to go in and then just destroy so here's it. here's the thing. Because it has to she's always be about her. Being she's not being followed by the paparazzi right now. Exactly. And she's like, follow me, follow, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow exactly. me like that. I want to, they, she wants to complain that she's being followed like the, their family. With, right. Here's the thing. People don't need those big lenses anymore. When, when <laughs> so true. When narcissists get into a role mm -hmm. where they she aren't wants the to play dog. Princess Diana. Exactly. She wants to be the number one focus of the royal family. Right. And she will not be satisfied playing second fiddle. And that's what she was to... Because guess what? His big brother is in line to the throne. And exactly. And Kate is a different person. Exactly. And so she was playing... She had to... Here's, there, there are some things here you don't know about. So uh, Frogmore Cottage was where they were at. You can bring it up. Google Frogmore Cottage. So it's at Kensington Palace. And unfortunately, the, the, everything about uh, Harry and Meghan was second fiddle right. to uh, Kate and um, uh, William. Okay. Okay, so let's just bring up images. Okay, so Frogmore Cottage is like a two-bedroom um, home. Okay. Isn't that looks really big? Well, Kenzie, so Frogmore uh, Cottage is this is 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 this one, and it's in it's over here, and um, next to Kensington Palace. Okay. Okay. So that's where where they were, and she made so them do a giant Kensington Palace. Uh, the Royals, the Royals okay. do. Okay. So um, oh, that's what it's called. 
This goes yeah. to show you, all my UK viewers are face palming now if I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. So it's the Windsor estate. They were planning to stay at the cottage with their two children while they marked this, uh, the Queen's 70s. Blah, blah, blah. Um, they, one of the biggest things was Harry or uh, William and Kate had a 22 room estate. And theirs was like a two bedroom. <laughs> okay. I okay. Get it. I get and so it. everything about what they had they had to endure okay. was based on money and things. And, and the and fact that William and Kate were getting a lot more than they were. Yeah. And so you can see this kind of plot hatching. Like yeah. if we go off on do our own thing, go ahead and close that one. Close okay. those two last end ones. Um, if we go and do our own thing, then we the, will. We can be. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think. Okay, reader. We watched that one. All right. So I want to bring up the um, Pierce Morgan one. We're going to start. Being officially approved to stand. The Pierce Morgan one around the, around right, the two minute mark. And he's going to kind of take you through the positive press here that they actually did have. Because they're like, it was so hard on her. And one of the things Harry said was the race element was different. Harry is kind of racist. Looking at his wife as half black, like he yeah. thinks, he keeps putting himself down as I'm just a ginger. I'm just a ginger. I'm just a ginger. He had said, you know, people looked at me and they said, how did a ginger get such a beautiful woman? How did, you know, and honestly, I think part of him is racist looking at his wife and she goes over and over again saying, you know, I was never treated as a black woman until I came. I was basically only treated as a white woman and now they're trying to treat me. And I can see where, where a little bit where she's coming from because they had in that black choir mm-hmm. and she's like, I don't want to be black. Right, she wants to be white. Right. William, Meghan and Catherine. I like Meghan and Harry very much, and I do think they brought a breath of fresh air. What it represents is the fact that society is moving on and that these boundaries that were in place before uh, are being lifted. We've got Meghan Markle now. We're not going to go anywhere near a republic now that we've got the Markle sparkle. There's something very modern and forward-looking about their love. Racist, bullying, invasive, nasty. Didn't seem like it, did it? Look at all those front pages. Harry and Meghan's engagement was greeted with a global gushing of goodwill, as unified and sincere as anything I've seen for a generation. Kistory, said the front page of our biggest selling tabloid on the day of their wedding. A historic change for the monarchy. One very excited commentator enthused in these words, a biracial woman from America marrying into the world's most famous white family. It's hard to overstate the significance of this ceremony beamed live around the world to black people everywhere. To borrow the words of Dr. King, this was a day when little black girls could watch TV and genuinely share little white girls' long-held dreams. And then he goes on to say, who wrote that? He goes, I who did. Who was the author of that optimistic and buoyant... Tr- I've got to say, the nearer we get to this global event, as Netflix call it, which is going to be unleashed on Thursday morning at 8 a.m. with the first three episodes, the more angry I'm becoming about what this is going to do to a grieving monarch who's not even been coronated yet to replace his mother, to the new Prince of Wales trying to build that position now for himself and his wife and his children. Uh, all of it makes me puke that these two once again are going to be raining muck all over their families not just for the global titillation, but for hard dollars, $80 million, which is why they're doing it. The number keeps going around. Absolutely, and I can only imagine for the king, 
for the Prince of Wales. I mean, they must just have their heads in their hands. Um, exasperated, frustrated, hurt, betrayed, angry, all words that I've been told are the feelings behind closed doors. Then, let's see, I'm gonna move on to Harry here. Manner, like mm. they, they have been. Um, you can't defend them anymore. You know, Harry, I defended him all along, said, look, he's protected his country, served his country, mm. he should go off like they wanted to, go off and live their life outside of the media, outside of the limelight. With privacy, with away privacy. from the media. And I completely respected that. I thought to myself, do you know what? The man served his country, let him get away if that's but what they didn't he mean to do. It. But to then do the complete opposite, not the complete opposite discreetly, the complete opposite in the face, in our faces, not only the, the people of, our, of his country, which we, we yeah. did look at him as our prince, but also the monarchy. You know, the, I served the monarchy. I swore allegiance yes. to the monarchy. I, you know, I fought for Harry, for William, for the Queen, for the King. I fought for those people mm. um, during, you know, during a couple of decades. So when I see now that I've not only defended him, but he's come out mm. and the wokeness behind it, the virtual signaling behind mm. this is, is sickening. Mm. And I, I think people have got to the point where they're, they're fed up with hearing the same old also, and then making money out of it. Well, it's also, serious, it's also hypocrisy and lies, mm -hmm. right? In the two trailers, which last no more than two and a half minutes between them, already six of the images that they have used in yep. the trailers to illustrate the intrusion into their lives have been proven to be the complete opposite. Either they weren't at the events which are being depicted, like one's a Harry Potter premiere five years before they met, or their official photo calls, where the pictures they've used were actually from people who'd been officially approved to stand there and take those pictures. So they were the like, oh my gosh, can you believe this intrusion? But those were actually official photo people that were approved by them to take their pictures. Yeah. To promote them. What's very so, obvious in here, Piers, what's very obvious here is there's a, there's a, there's a to toxic partner in this relationship, mm. and we know who it is. You know, Harry is not the person that he is now. When you look at the two differences of what well, we know him as and to what I'm not... Right, right, so so I'm going to come to you. Three seconds is all it takes for her to cry. And just a quick one on, on that piece. She's an actress. And I get your and she's point. she's scamming everybody. And I, and I really do. She's but when you, when you talk she's about really industry, not. She's had to do when you talk about discreet racism. She's out in the cold. This is how institutionalized racism works. When you dare to go up to against an institution due to the fact that they're perpetuating racial prejudice, I just what usually happens, what usually happens. Then they have the Black Lives Matter check. And then I've got a body language expert here from Australia. Well, Harry and Meghan have taken aim at the British press, accusing tabloids wait, of wait, perpetuating racism. That must have played. Where's your body? Where's my body? Okay, reader. Wait, wait. Are you ready oh, for shoot. this? Where's my body language? I am expert? not. I did not sign up for this. We can look for it. Hang on. But uh, honestly, so what you guys didn't see, because Lee and I were watching some of the more of that. Um, oh, that, oh, oh, it's over here. That black woman uh, commentator on with uh, Pierce and the white guy. There it is. Well, the moment she, uh, she was just taking this whole sideline that it's all about racism. No one issued anything against Meghan Merkel until she started hurling mud. Until she's so so how can it be racism if it's just if somebody comes and wails on you, regardless of the color of their skin, mm -hmm. and you hit back, then it's racist because you hit back, but they hit you first. Right. I'm like, come on. So this I'm gonna play a little bit of this body language expert. Well, you know what? Do you have the Tucker clip? Uh the one that we that I yeah, downloaded. Just bring up the whole yeah, the, the whole clip. Just to show they they need to see her curtsy from the beginning. Okay, you want to you want me to just play the whole thing? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 
Or me, I hang on, shoot. Oh, oh, it's oh, not liking oh. me doing a bunch of stuff. Right yeah, now. yeah. If I, I can get it. Let me let me bring it up. Bring it up and just retweet it, and then we'll play this one, and then we'll play the Tucker one. How's that? Okay. Five last night. Congratulations. People... No, no, no. It's something else. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. It's actually the people around the whole world logging oh, onto Netflix oh, last night to find not one, not two, but three episodes from the new Harry and Meghan documentary. And after years of speculation, we got to hear their side of the story, their relationship, and also what happens beyond the tabloids. We've been dating secretly since you know, July. We've been so petrified of when it would break. And this was all, each trying this was all to prepare me. What were you seeing when they were there side by side? What did you take? Side by side, I see a man completely besotted by her, madly in love. And I see a woman who plays that up, who does a lot of breathiness, um, a lot of breathiness. And she talks about we were in a, in a tent and there was a, uh, an elephant rustling in the bushes and he said he'd protect me. I'm sorry, but if there's an elephant in the bush, nobody's <laughs> mm. going to protect you. But there was actually a story that... I mean, love conquers all. <laughs> Even hooves. <laughs> Even elephants. I don't think so. But there was a beautiful story that showed their relationship when they first met because he was an hour late and she says, well, I don't tolerate this. Um, well, I had to have a shower. Um, there was a story when she was talking about the curtsy, the curtsy to the Queen that she had to do. And it was Harry that I was actually watching in this moment. I don't know if we have a clip of it. Come back to the Oh, do they have a clip for it? Let me see. If they, they do. They have the clip to go. For it. But he looked incredibly—I don't know—uncomfortable. There was something. See how he's sort of watching her, and look—he looks off <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. side. What a little smirk! But I don't know. There was something really awkward about the way he looked at her in this story. And what then he looks think? down. Yeah. I would adore him to do more of those looks. He's not a theatre person, and I know as a theatre person, you're always doing something theatrical and people are going, oh, no, please don't do that. Um, and and he, he isn't like that himself. Um, the whole story about the curtsy was disrespectful. If you went to a different country with a different culture, say Japan, and they said you had to bow, you would not make fun of that bow. You would see it as a creative opportunity. Mm. You wouldn't suddenly talk about, oh, in medieval times. So it do was, you think he was embarrassed in that moment? That's I think what he was body definitely language. embarrassed in that moment. And one of the few moments he was embarrassed, and I think he should be embarrassed a lot more. To be mm -hmm. fair, we all embarrass our partners at times. Mm. I mean, you know, uh, okay, every time I hit the, the dance floor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as they referred to each other, Julia, when they were on uh, camera solo, what did you notice when they were apart? Were they, were they different people? Well, Harry uh, is somebody who is obviously has low self-esteem. He talks constantly about a ginger. I'm a ginger the whole time. So he does and he cries and he's and he wow, wow, wow. And um, oh, oh, woe is me. But let me see if I can bring up um, I'm going to bring this up so you can kind of see that this is, this is the main video that made me like even want to do a, 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 an episode on this because I don't stand very much. I don't stand well for, for liars and cringiness. So we're going to back this up here. We are going to pack this up. Wait, are we still? We're screen sharing. It just you might not want to go because you made it big before you press play. I know. I need to remind myself not to do that. Right, go ahead, just press play and then skip ahead. Here it is. Okay. How do you explain that you bow to your grandmother and that, and that you will need to curtsy, especially to an American? 
Like, that's weird. Now I'm starting to realize this is a big deal. I mean, Americans will understand this. We have medieval times, dinner and tournament. It was like that. Like, I curtsied as though I was like... Pleasure to meet you, your majesty. Like, was that okay? It was so intense. Oh, I couldn't believe I had to curtsy the queen. No, that's the whole reason you... Okay, Michelle, have you ever seen any um, romantic... Uh, no, it's what with... you do. I mean, this is I mean, this is hilarious How, to me, as an like... actress, does she not know that you need to curtsy to the queen? Yeah, exactly. I, this is not She's, something that I she would... She literally made that statement just to make fun of it. Yeah, just to make fun of she it. Knew. I knew. If yeah. I did not need to explain what to kind of imbecile did you marry... Everyone from the time they are in public school knows that if you were to ever meet the queen, you would be curtsying or bowing. That's just what you do. So you don't need to explain that to an American. Okay, you needed to explain it to your arrogant wife who cannot imagine bowing down to anyone. It's a curtsy, in, by the way. To cur I mean, seriously, like I've seen, I've seen enough. She's seen enough movies. She knows. All right, I want to bring in that Calvin Robinson here. Harry and Meghan's Netflix docu-series has continued after a coalition of political grandees, military figures, and historians called for the couple to stay away from King Charles's coronation in May. Amongst those calling for them to stay away is former Conservative Minister David Meller, who says they categorically shouldn't come because they make money by selling their family down the river, adding the public would be perfectly entitled to boo them if they do turn up. And to give his thoughts on this is Royal Commentator Charles Wright. Charles, thank you for joining me. This is, this is outstanding. We're hearing from the military, we're hearing from politicians that royals should stay away from the coronation. That's, that's right. I mean, David Miller is absolutely correct, I think, that if they did turn up, there is a grave danger of booze coming up, not for the king or the queen, but for Harry and Meghan. And everybody knows if they come over here, they'll have their own TV crews with them in pictures and everything else. And, we'll, <laughs> and I dread to think we'll have another Netflix oh, no. documentary. So, uh, no, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be anywhere near us. Charles, how was the previous one done, or the, the current one? Um, well, I thought it was three hours of my life I'll never get back again. <laughs> and if I were Netflix, who have paid eighty-eight million for this rubbish, oh. I would be asking for eighty-seven million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand pounds back. It it was that bad. It's all gushy, Mills and Boone stuff, uh, a few barbs uh, at the Royals, but n mm. nothing that you could nothing that you could ob really object to. Things that they've said before. The problem is, Calvin, that next Thursday, mm. that's when the bombshells should come. Because if you looked at the three trailers that we've had, and they talk about dirty tricks, um, oh, woe was me and everything else, that's when we should be seeing the, 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 the nitty gritty of it. If we don't, then clearly we, we don't have anything. Oh, well, we don't have anything to worry about, but the king and queen don't have anything to worry about. I don't think there will be anything. Well, it's hard to say. I mean, it's hard to say. I never do any predictions when I know that something's going to come up in, a, <laughs> in less than a week. Yeah. We've got one more here uh, from a black woman who talking about her talking about being a black woman. What can I say? At the start of this docu-soap, I was getting all gushy. Loved up feelings watching the first bit, Harry and Meghan, the love story. Uh, you almost got me, you two. But what followed once they'd softened me up was a subliminal onslaught, onslaught of digs at just how racist this country is. 
the one that gave them both their titles and afforded them the platform to systematically slag it off. Yeah, good old soft touch UK. Having lived in this country for all of, I think it was, what, 18 months at our expense and most of which she spent in a palace or jetting around the world and doing a handful of engagements where she received uh, by, was received by the British public pretty well, Meghan appears to be pointing out that this backlash she is receiving is because of her race. Very different to be a minority but not be treated as a minority right off the bat. But obviously now people are very aware of my race because they made it such an issue when I went to the UK. But before that, most people didn't treat me like a black woman. So that talk didn't have to happen for me. Uh, I'm black. How can you possibly know how that feels? I can no more know how it feels to be a mixed race woman that looks practically white than you can to be black. What a ridiculous and frankly insulting thing to say, especially given that she feels she's been treated badly. Her mum then actually spoke. I can see why she'd kept a trap shut all this time. She appeared to confirm that Meghan's treatment was all about race. I said to her, I remember this very clearly, that this is about race. And Meg said, Mommy, man, I don't want to hear that. And I said, well, you may not want to hear it, but this is what's coming down the pike. So Harry talks about how the other royal brides were treated badly. But with Meghan, there is a race element. More talk about race than a story about how her mum was called the N-word in America. Although what that has to do with racism in the UK is beyond me. Seriously, if you want to escape racism, why move there? One of the most racially divided countries in the world it was almost laughable if they hadn't actually appeared to be taking themselves so seriously. And with two woke warriors to give us the historical context of the British Empire, with clips of slave images and the story of a racist brooch worn by Princess Michael of Kent, maybe in the next episode we'll uh, see Meghan wearing the gifts from the dodgy Saudi prince, we got a lesson about the evil British Empire. We see artwork depicting black people as slaves, which the voiceover seems to imply are, the pal are in the palaces. None of these images were, by the way. The whole narrative seemed to point towards the view that the monarchy is institutionally racist. Meghan then tastelessly mocks curtsying to our dearly departed queen. It was like that. Like, I curtsied as though I was like... We're watching it again. It, it's so I, I, hard it to watch. Is, it is hilarious to me. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you, Your Majesty. Like, was that okay? Well, no, it was actually pretty disrespectful. These two really believe that their treatment was down to the fact that Meghan is biracial. Although, if you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have guessed. None of this could possibly be down to the climate preaching, their treatment of staff, the ugly self-pity in that awful Tom Bradbury piece when they visited people who'd had limbs blown off by landmines. Nobody ever asks how I am. The Oprah interview no, whilst Prince you. Philip was dying. The rift between the two brothers and the fact that apart from Doria, both of them don't speak to any members of their immediate families at all. And now, three months after the death of our Queen, they're pumping out this bilge. None of this, it would seem, they believe is their fault at all. Look, I'm not saying that they haven't experienced racism. But my view of them has nothing to do with Meghan's skin colour. To be honest, we should have known. 
Even the trailer felt pretty disingenuous where they claimed they would unveil the full truth about the dirty media tactics which they said forced them to leave their roles as working royals. A press feeding frenzy, Harry claimed, targeted at his wife with a montage of paparazzi shots. Only it turns out that one of the pictures was taken from Katie Price's court appearance. Crawley Magistrate's court is in the background. Another where photographers are surrounding a limousine taken from archive footage of Donald Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, leaving his New York apartment for prison after he was jailed for tax fraud and lying. You mean, you couldn't make this up. Even in the teaser, they the press shots were actually from a Harry Potter premiere before they met. There is, of course, no suggestion that they are trying to deceive us. But surely trying to they could use, use their own stuff. They're trying to use the role of paparazzi, like the Harry Potter or Donald Trump. So, so well, wait a minute. I want to address something really quickly before you play this next clip. Mm. That Do if Megan was treated uh, poorly, mm -hmm. which I'm not going to say that she wasn't. Can we? Can we just? Does anybody in the chat remember the color of Princess Di's skin? I'm just asking for a friend because Princess Diana was not treated well by the royal family. Yeah, like she was treated. She was horribly. treated horribly by Prince Charles. Was she treated so badly by the family because she's white? Did they just hate her because she's white? Did were, were or? Maybe the royal family is just, they're just not that great. I mean, and I'm so just saying. So we I'm, know that Prince Charles said horrible, from, from, from Diana's interviews, she was driven to anorexia. Yeah. Because he would say, you're putting on a little weight. Right. Um, she was driven to um, like self-harm. Right. Um, she said it was just awful and horrible. And um, a lot of that came from Charles. Yeah. And we know that, you know, she was a virgin when they got married. Right. And in one of the interviews, um, you know, he wanted her to do other things. And, and, and he was upset that she hadn't been around to learn how to pleasure him. Right. And that, that that's why he continued the affair with Camilla. Right. And it's a very sick, twisted thing. Exactly. And so... It's not the color of your skin, sister. So, and that's the thing that bothers me about this subject by and large, not the royal family, not Megan, just racism. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, and not always, but most of the time, mm -hmm. and I've said this on the show before and I will say it again. Mm -hmm. To me, it is unfortunate for anyone of color, any mm -hmm. minority, because I go places and I get treated badly. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that either that person is a crummy person or they're having mm -hmm. a bad day. Yeah. I don't have to wonder mm -hmm. whether it's because of the color of my skin. Mm -hmm. So in that, I do feel bad for minorities. Mm -hmm. But I would say this. We all get treated badly all the time. You may not realize that. Right. So there are going to be people that are going to treat you badly because of the color of your skin. Mm -hmm. Racism does exist. Does it exist to the extent that you you think that you experience it just because people are crummy and rude? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. But I feel sorry that you have to constantly question that. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is you almost have to give people the benefit of the doubt because that's what we have to do. Right. I want to play this last clip here, and then we're going to say goodbye to Facebook, and we're going to move on to Bolsonaro and Brazil. But here, um, they blamed Brexit on racism, and Nigel is going to kind of take that down. 
Well, perhaps no great surprise that Harry and Meghan choose to use Brexit as one of the causes for the terrible racism that was put against them. Uh, they draw on extreme left-wing historians. They draw on fake news headlines from The Guardian and elsewhere. And what they're really saying is that 52% of Prince Harry's country of birth are bad, racist people. This is all about politics, ultimately, isn't it? This is all about short-term, make money, out of dissing the royal family and the United Kingdom, and then long-term, give a political platform from which Meghan can launch her career in the USA. I have to say, I think in their actions, their behaviour towards their family and everybody else, they are nothing short of despicable. Mm. Okay, well, well Nigel tells us how he feels about it. All right, so there will probably be more of this, more to the documentary. We might bring a little bit more to you next week just because it's, it's so exciting. Hopefully not in this depth. Yeah, um, I don't think I can stomach much of it. So I kudos to all of you that stuck with us through that uh, section there. It's just I think terrible. that it is a story that expands beyond the UK. Mm -hmm. And it goes to the celebrity culture yeah. and the narcissism. And, you know, the fact that they, they go around telling people what to do and then doing the opposite. And it's kind of a educational moment. Right. To learn to spot narcissists in your own life. That's good. All right. So uh, do you want to do any commer a commercial break? You want to tell oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas? All right. So we had told everybody stick around for the Bolsonaro Brazil coverage. That's hopefully it'll be more even more extensive than this. Because what's going on, I'm telling you, in Brazil is groundbreaking. And it will um, alter the course of at least um, elections in America, I truly believe, I should it yeah. end up the way that, that I'm praying that it does. Um, so we're going to get to that. But before we do, guys, it is the Christmas season. Ding dong, ding so dong. important for you guys yeah. to be supporting whoever it is. I don't, I really honestly don't care. Just please support patriot, conservative, Christian, businesses of your nation i don't want to say of america because we're this is our world news program right but 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 people that are doing their own thing in your nation i think that that's really important um small businesses not the big corporations and in that i want to highlight again um let's just let's just take a little gander to um mypillow.com forward slash rc and let's just see what they have on sale um and and i will tell you what i think oh if my thing doesn't have it memorized. That's okay, because I have it memorized. Um, no, you don't. You ha I have, have three my, L's. Do I? Thank you, Leah. My P.O. My P.O. See, there you go. Now you say the P.O. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. All right. Uh, seriously, though, um, right off the bat, the first thing that I'm looking at are these Giza Dream Sheets for 30 bucks. That is... The cheapest they've been... Uh, they do the per, they've done the percals sheets at thirty, but not the Giza Dreams uh, right. for for that low. Yeah, no, this is absolutely incredible. Um, you love the Giza Dream sheets, love, love, love them. They're nice and cool. Um, I've got the uh, the middle ones there and the green. Now, um, if you're not, if you don't yeah. care about like a super Uber sale, I want to tell you that I have the. Flannels. flannel sheets and mm -hmm. every single night that i go to bed i'm like i love i literally think that i'm not making it up so the different, there are different think, colors have different prices okay what are the ones that i have on the far right oh they're 80 bucks so what's the cheapest one um 50 gray ones, gray ones? okay the gray ones are, are 60 bucks but they're really they are so, so crisp but, but soft, soft. 
So I just have to do a shout out on on the sheets there. Um, let me see what else they have here going on their their big sale because I want to I want to hit some of the things that Lee and I use because you can go through and and, and see all the, the different slippers, things that they definitely have. Definitely get the slippers. The pillow. Just get a pillow. I mean, I should bring my pillow down mm -hmm. for you guys to see it, but it's made out of this. Um, the, the foam is in all these like little sections and you can like little wash floofs. it yeah. and so you can wash it and you you can just flip it over mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be washed and dried it comes back at brand new when you wash and dry this pillow so if you have dogs get yourself get the get dog the bed. dog oh uh, the dog so we've we, got a we've got the big one. large one and show the them dogs the color that we have it. the gray one or the tan one i mean we have that tan color, and the yeah. dogs absolutely love the tan they, dog it, bed. I'm not sure that they're, they care about the color, but... They love the color. Yeah. Dogs are colorblind. And and I love, absolutely love the um, the hat. Oh, yeah. And that's on sale right now, by the way. It's bucks. half off. So, so we have the red one and the gray one. Yeah. And I, I love like the this loud chat. Is that, is so that blue a new color? Blue's new. Blue is new. I didn't uh, know they had a blue one. I would get the blue if I had known that. All right, go back one more thing, and I want to show them the slippers. All right, click on the my slippers. I think that they are making this a permanent price. Okay, so it's not like you have to get it now, right? But we have bought slippers for people for Christmas this but year. But then they as also have the all season ones. Like, okay, here's the thing, guys. You shouldn't wear your gym shoes or your outside shoes in your house. Okay. You need house shoes. And the ones, the moccasin slippers that are lined are really, they are super warm. So I like that they've now created an all season one. Yeah. They're still called moccasins that are not lined with that, um, like, what is that, the Sherpa? Right. And, and so I haven't, I don't know about the all season ones. I've never tried them. Mm -hmm. But if they are less warm than the ones the, that we have, that would be better. The women's thong sandals are great. The flip-flops. Oh, I love them. Um, I would, the slide sandals go a half size down or a size down. They're a little bit big. I now, tell go you. back and see if there's a towel sale going on. Because if there's a towel sale going on, I'm going to tell you what you're going to buy your family. You're going to buy them the towels and you're going to buy them sheets and you're going to buy them slippers. Okay. Yeah. That's what you, and a pillow. Yeah. Okay. That's what you're going to do. Okay. All right. So mypillow.com forward slash RC. They also have loungewear and sleepwear. I love the sleepy pants. Uh, they're really warm. They're really comfortable. I highly recommend those. And then they have the My Store. Which is has a whole a whole host of other things. Right. That's That they have. They've got a Christmas sale going on. They've got the coffee. Literally, this one you don't have to have the like and forward slash. And what Mike Lindell has done is he's curating like Patriot things. So you they can know that you're. Log. That's actually really cool. We have homemade ones that are really nice. Oh, wow. That is cool. They have socks, the coffee. I'm telling you, this is where there's no reason for us to be buying presents mm -hmm. for people anywhere other than Patriot businesses. Mm -hmm. Okay. So use promo code RC, enter it in right here, RC, in order to get the deals um, and support Mike Lindell. Now, last but not least, and we're going to get to the Brazil story because this is really important to me. Um, I want to take you to the foundersbible.com. Thefoundersbible.com, you're going to use promo code RESISTANCECHICKS. I thought that they were sold out of the um, leather bound. They are, but they're not sold out of the heirloom edition right here that is also leather bound. And you get 20% off. So when you go this is to. absolutely huge. Exactly. So when you go to, let's go to the heirloom version. Let's see, add to cart. I know there was a, a spot. Well, you're going to enter in, um, good book, resistance chicks that's what's gonna look like you have to do it one word I, is it one word yeah and that's a high story yeah i think i did it okay apply coupon all right so coupon applied see how it just took that off 
there. Twenty six bucks off. Twenty six dollars off. You're of not going to find it. Anywhere you're not cheaper. literally. You cannot find this anywhere. Um, but I saw the other day when I was on here. Oh, here it is. Volume discounts. Whoa. There we go. Let me scroll down here. I know that there's bulk discounts. It shows you for the cases. There we go. There we go. How much you you actually get off more. So you save $4 when you buy two, but nine when you buy three. See how you're saving mm. more? 16 when you buy four, 25 when you buy five, and so on and so forth for the cases. And so I want to encourage you guys that if you have, if you need to buy Christmas presents for people and you're like, you know what? I just want something simple. Just get eight Bibles. You get free shipping. Use and you still get our promo code on top of that. Um, so I, I'm telling you guys, this is a really, really good deal. This is what you should be getting people for Christmas because the Founders Bible um, is an amazing teaching tool. Okay, now we're not going to be hammering this kind of stuff after Christmas. Mm -hmm. After I just want to help you guys leading up to to Christmas time. Yep. So. There you go. All right. So we're going to say goodbye to Facebook and I'm going to drop the link for Rumble in the chat and you're going to, everybody on Facebook is going to hop over. Um, let's see. Courtney says literally the best sheets ever and the slippers and the towels. I love that you guys say the commercial. Thank the you guys. commercials are kind of long. Sorry. I, it, it, well, you got to explain to people and it's Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So all right, goodbye Facebook. Come over to Rumble and we're going to go to Brazil. All right, here we go, Bolsonaro. If you bring up the first uh, video here, why don't you see him? I think the one that I sent you. I think it's in. It should be up. Bolsonaro here. He's. Um, it's in um, Spanish, but I. I think we do have some English subtitles here. That one. All Is right. it that one? No, it's not that one. It's not. No, no. Yeah, it should be. It should be that one, but it's not. It's that one online. Okay, just bring it up from my uh, the one I sent you in Facebook. Can't do it because of Facebook's policy of having me be logged out of... Actually, I probably can right now. Here, wait, I'm going to retweet it. Okay. It's retweeted. Facebook has this new thing with uh, I have to be logged into our page instead of my personal. Uh, so, Bolsonaro is not backing down. This is absolutely, like, unprecedented. I don't think we've ever seen anything. Here's the thing. We've seen this... Like where dictators in communist countries just take things over. Right. But Bolsonaro is going through a legal channel because... That's the, already in place because in Because Lula, who won, was actually granted amnesty or uh, he was set, he was released from prison to run again. This is a giant uh, corruption scandal and Bolsonaro is trying to make it right. So I'm going to try to read this because um, it's not in English, but the subtitles are really, really small. I asked, does the power emanate from the people? It depends on whom the people choose to represent them. If the power of the people were truly respected, Cuba would not be a dictatorship, neither would, be, would, would Venezuela be. We have to see what happened in other countries and make sure that we do not make the same mistakes. Nothing is lost yet. The end only comes when we die. I owe loyalty to you 
Although many people have criticized me, I have never done anything that was not in accordance with our Constitution. And I am convinced that this is also how we will achieve victory. I am prepared to give my life for my country. There you go. This is really, really uh, unprecedented to see something this um, righteous and going down a path that actually could be made right. Yeah. Okay. So... On the other hand, what you have, criminal charges have been filed with the military Supreme Court calling for the arrest of leftist Chief Justice Alexander de Moraes. Massive protests are scu- at were happened this weekend. I was, this was a little bit earlier. Um, the Brazilian military continues to mobilize, according to Post on Getter. <clears throat> a police SWAT unit, and you can bring up some, I, I read this article, go ahead and bring up some of the videos of the demonstrators I've got uh, over there. Uh, police SWAT unit chanted at Lula supporters, watch out, you blank, blank. Uh, Bolsonaro is president of Brazil, wearing Christian cross crusader style, Christian crosses crusader, st- crusader style, amping themselves up for action. Protesters outside, here's the thing, protesters have been outside of the army headquarters in Brasilia. Um, no, go and bring up the, over here on the right, there's a bunch of, um, just I, all of these. None of them are actually what you want, unfortunately. I just was looking through them. I was like, those are not it. I don't know Okay, where then they they're are. all in the middle. That's what I was looking at. Okay. I was going to get there eventually. Okay, so protesters outside of the army headquarters in, in uh, Brasilia chanted, the Brazilian, peop- Brazilian people are off... Uh, Brazilian people authorized President Bolsonaro... <laughs> Sorry, it is loud. I had, I had yeah. muted it. Hang on. Mass protests are uh, happened this weekend. The Brazilian military is asking for volunteers to join up. Uh, retired Judge Wilson um, Cora... Korowaya filed charges against the Supreme Mil- with the Supreme Military Court Thursday night, asking for the arrest of the Supreme Court Chief Justice Morris. Um, the retired judge had previously filed charges against Oglobo journalist William uh, Bonner for enforcing mRNA vaccines. The case will be heard by Judge Arthur um, Oliveria. So this is very interesting. So a retired judge can actually go to a military court to get the Supreme Court judge who is uh, silencing a journalist. Yeah. They are they're stopping people's bank accounts. They have they've even arrested some people in in who are pro Bolsonaro. This is this is a No, it's 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 a, it's a fascinating thing that they have in place with the the different powers there. That is their here's their their military is a separation of power power like our legislature. Yeah. To hold people to account. So the retired general and deputy uh Monterio posted on Twitter a message to everyone excited and flirting with communism. We have reacted before. This is the way they see it. They see um the 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 false election of Lula as a communist takeover. Absolutely. And they are saying we will not bow to communism. We will not bow to communism. And that's the way they see this. Um 
if necessary, we will give our lives to defend the freedom of our people. They know that if Lula comes into power, they will become a communist country, and they're not going to let that happen. They know that the machines were rigged. They know that the, the, the whole thing was rigged. It is not undemocratic to invoke Article 142 of the Brazilian Constitution, which empowers the military to act in conflicts between the branches of government. Those who are breaking the law should be afraid. The president's son, Delegate Flavio Bolsonaro, says he believes Chief Justice uh, Demoras is indeed capable of arresting uh, uh, Bolsonaro. He is crazy. He is clueless. He is not respecting the law of our, our Constitution. The Senate and the other Supreme Court justices are not doing anything, so anything can happen. It's worth giving all. Flavio Bolsonaro denied reports uh, by mainstream outlet UOL. He had admitted Bolsonaro would step down and hand power over Lula. To Lula. According to leaked names, corrupt communist uh, convict Lula will purge the high military command if he seizes power, putting pressure on the Patriotic Command to act now. Major protests uh, happened uh, this weekend, and the official certification ceremony is tomorrow, to Monday. Uh, speaking to Tucker Carlson, Brazilian political strategist uh, uh, Rodrigo Neves said that Twitter tampered with Brazilian They editorialized the trending topics, which normally show uh, whatever content is viral, with over half a million mentions, were completely absent. Meanwhile, fresh hashtags out of Lula's headquarters would get on trending topics for a few minutes. When Elon Musk announced his takeover Twitter, Twitter, Bra Twitter Brazil entered panic mode. A lot of accounts were removed from shadow ban. Bolsonaro wound up getting a uh, 100,000 new followers in a few hours. Uh, owner Elon Musk even said that it was possible that Twitter interfered in Brazil's election. So we're seeing this happen, and what you're seeing, a, a bunch of protests are still happening. They're, they, Brazil is too good for communism, they're saying. Um, the demonstrations have lasted. I have no control over the volume on these Twitters. They're just, they're just going without me giving them permission. All right, so wait a minute. Before we go on, mm -hmm. as you're reading the articles, when I click on these videos that are uploaded in these fours, mm -hmm. when I click on them, they're all going to give us volume right away. And I won't have a way to control that. So if we want to go over these videos, let's do that and then come back to your article or else I'll just let, I'll just kind of hover over them. And if that actually, yeah, I'll just hover over them as small. Yeah, well, go ahead and bring up the Emerald Artist, uh, Emerald Robinson here, The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson. And uh, we're going to kind of have um, Brazilian Congressman Luiz Felipe break this down. Okay, great. Given that the fact that the the highest court in the land in Brazil is so is so left leaning and uh, you know really tied to to Lula, what do you make of his filing this lawsuit? Does that give him a, a, an advantage in this court case? How I mean, you know, where is this lawsuit going to go? That is the thing we cannot. Uh, count on the judicial system anymore. The, the Supreme Court has tainted all of our judicial system. And there, is, there are honest judges in our judicial system. And I, I'm assuming here that they are the majority, that they want to uphold the rule of law and make sure that, that we have an unbiased judicial system. But our Supreme Court has a backdoor entrance of people that are not part of the judicial system, that are basically lawyers that are placed in as judges. And what happens is with those nominations, 
they can act as activists. They can act as lawyers and not as judges. So that's what we have as part of dom dominating our Supreme Court. And they have been uh, incredibly effective in concentrating a lot of power over the past uh, 20, 30 years. So right now we actually have a dictatorship of the, the judicial system based on the Supreme Court. And it's creating a national, <laughs> national uproar against this. You know, they've been acting uh, individually even. Uh, even most of the uh, decisions that are taken by one judge does not, be, does not need to have or to be upheld by the, the other judges. So basically one of the 11 judges can rule Brazil uh, alone. And he commands, you know, uh, effective uh, orders on police and he can um, destitute um, from, uh, congressmen and, and even uh, other elected officials from their mandates. So these are non-elected officials exercising uh, individual power, arbitrary individual power over elected officials. Wow. Yeah. So this is crazy and we're, we're rooting for you. But I want to kind of kind of segue now into a related topic. Bill Gates, John Hopkins, and the WHO in October of this year released another did another simulated pandemic um, conference with a with a virus starting in Brazil. No way. Yeah. October. Officials in two Latin American countries alerted the WHO of several outbreaks of a new infectious disease that's mysteriously appearing across the region. Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. Over the past six weeks alone, there have been 500 confirmed or suspected cases reported. The virus could cause a severe pandemic if early containment and mitigation efforts are not successful. The pandemic in this type of situation and trend would be a risk for the global health security. Pandemics are inherently political, financial, and so much broader. We have not spoken on the leadership in country. And I think that we need to be also very careful. We cannot decide a lot of things without the leaders be involved and agree on that. There is no substitute for national leadership. It's important to support the local response or the national response. Training those that are in these areas first, enabling them with the tools, protecting them. Okay, and la, if la, need la. Be so Seriously. again, it's a fictional scenario, yeah. but it's originated out of Brazil. Now this could, so I, I want to break this down. I know we're, we're, we're short on time here, but what, what I'm, what's processing through my mind right now is did they plan this ahead of the election in case the Brazilians did decide to um, mm -hmm. protest and Bolsonaro decides not to back down, mm -hmm. then they release a pandemic from mm -hmm. Brazil to then control mm -hmm. the protests and just shut it down. I don't, that's a good question. That is a good question. I don't know what they're doing. I, it seems boring. I think people are done with it. 
the people, pandemic. Yeah, people oh, are yeah, just yeah, not yeah. going to go with this narrative right. again. Right, you're not going to get people on this narrative. Now, one more one more thought there, but before we move on from Brazil, because that was kind of our lead story there, and and we talked about it in the start of the show too. So I don't want to rehash all of this, but I want to be able to say what I was thinking. Yeah, when it comes to uh, the election in Brazil and what Bolsonaro is doing. Mm-hmm. If they accomplish this, if they it do will, make it right, it will show what happened in 2020. It will show what Trump could have done. Yeah. And it will cause the American people to rise up and, and gain a backbone and Praise say, we God. don't have to yes. stand for this anymore. You know why? Because I think Brazil's Christ- more Christian than we are. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Bolsonaro is more Christian than right. Donald Trump. Exactly. And I feel like when you have the power of Christ behind you. Amen then God can move on your behalf. So thank God for Bolsonaro. Thank God that this is happening in Brazil. This is the needle. Here's the thing. You just, you, when you ask, where is the justice? Mm -hmm. Okay. The needle of God is justice. You don't have, here's the Holy Spirit. Are you ready for this? We're ready. I've been asking God to bring the, bring the Holy Spirit to this show on Sundays. Um, and so when you're looking for justice, Mm. okay, God is justice, just like God is love. Amen. So the closer the people are to God, the more God will bring you justice. Boom. Okay. The farther away the people are from God, the more wicked people are able to get away with things. So when they say, Leah and Michelle, how do we fix this? Start with your own life. Start with, here's the thing. And I would say, yes, your own life. But we've done that. We've talked about people for your own life for a long time. This is a corporate. I believe it's a corporate repentance. And I believe we need more people to be like, because I feel feel like you're right about that. But that that has been used in the wrong way Mm -hmm. for people to say, you just take care of yourself. Yeah, I get it. Where we need to, we need as a nation to be righteous. I wanted to to empower our viewers. Right. You have power in and of yourself in your own life. Getting your life right with God can affect a nation. That's what I meant by that. Yes. Yes. But I'm going with you. But what, but that has been talked about in churches for so long. And it, why does it keep going that direction? Because we're not talking about the corporate, corporate 100%. need yeah. for, for us to be righteous. And so for churches, they, they have become, become enclaves. Mm-hmm. And so they do these prayer and fasting things for themselves. Okay. But what they're not doing is engaging. So like, if you've got, if you're in, a, in your, you're in a family and your parents are like, if you kids don't stop a, B, C, and D, we're not going to go to the to the movies or whatever, okay? And the one kid's, I'm going to just do this right, I'm going to do this right, and the other kids keep acting up, okay? That's the way this is working in our nation right yeah. now. And the churches are just like, well, and, and what's happening is the churches have become so a- awash with allowing everybody to just do whatever they want. When, have churches stood up and said anything against this equal- marriage equality act that's passed by the Senate? Have no. the churches stood up and said election tw- and the election in 2020 was a complete fraud? Right. And we shouldn't stand for it. Right. Okay. So when we have to stand up and begin to, as a nation, say what's right. And so these are the harder things. Standing up marriages between a man and a woman. Marriages between a man and a woman. We're not going to be blessed by God when we allow homosexual marriage Come on and and and, preach. Uh, and and the and the the mutilating of children's genitals. And what about Alistair's, to um, the the pastor that we played earlier, Beg, his speech that hits the nail on the absolute it's idolatry. head. It's idolatry. It's idolatry. And you are and pastors have become lulled into this idea that we are now questioning the very authority of the Word of God. Exactly. 
Um, so, all right, Bolsonaro, I believe in Brazil. I, I think the needle, and I'm hoping and I'm praying that the needle is God can move in their behalf. And they are going to actually use the military to look at the machines. Yeah, and if that's huge. And if they can find the fraud, because we know there's fraud, because look at the people out there swelling in numbers for Bolsonaro. We know that in the northern areas that Lula was buying votes, that we know there was probably some shenanigans with the machines. They're going to take a look at this, and they're going to allow the military to take a look at this. And when and if they find the information, like we weren't, we have not been able to find the proof, the absolute proof, okay? We've been able to find all kinds of clues Right, but like the 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 we're not looking for a smoking gun. We're looking for the gunshot. Here's we're looking what we're, for the, we're looking for the Zapruder tape. We are told, yeah, we are told here in the United States it exists. It, the Zapruder uh, footage does exist. We're told here in the United States that it doesn't matter if fraud happens and in, in an election, mm -hmm. the 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 Constitution and the process must go forward regardless of and right. you're just not allowed to question fraud right you're not allowed to because it's it will un upset the uh, apple cart but what's happening is what you're seeing is that it's ushering communism and you have to put the foot down right uh, you have to put your foot down for people who uh, they have they have implemented a coup and we need the holy spirit to move on our behalf and i do want to make a transition because we're running low on time for two more uh stories Big for stories. you um, number one, we want to go to New Zealand, this heartbreaking video of parents who are having their child taken from them because they do not want, their child needs a heart uh, operation and is going to need a blood transfusion. They do not want vaccinated blood to go into their, their child. Uh, it's, it should be easy to find un unvaccinated blood. Yes. Go. And here we have this video here in New Zealand. Not going to allow the baby to sleep mm. or have his pre-op checks before a surgery that's scheduled and that can't be changed. Well, it can be changed. I, I think like, so baby needs as much rest as possible so that he can... Excuse me, what are you doing? Yeah, um, no, don't, don't do that, boys. Uh, hey, don't do it. Hey, stop, please don't do it. Hey. You know, we're talking about the surgery. And you guys are criminals. You are criminals. You are conducting a criminal act here. So with the pre-op test, it needs to happen before the surgery. Hey, won't happen tomorrow. we've been talking to you like rational people, and now you're just removed. You, you've got it. You are criminals. You You are a criminal. You are a criminal, and you are a criminal, and so are you, and so are you. Can you guys just give them some space, please? You are a criminal. Okay. You will not be part of the surgery tomorrow. We do not authorise any of that. I just want to tell you what, what's happening. No, we're not listening to what you've got to say. Why did you do that? He's going to be okay. No, he is not going to be okay. And we need to take him from the hospital. We, we we need to take him and we need to do you the are criminals <laughs> you will be able to see Wow. So um, the high court ruled last Tuesday in favor of the boy's pediatric heart surgeon and cardiologist becoming his legal guardians for the purpose of con uh, consenting to surgery to resolve the obstruction uh, and all medical issues related to that surgery, including the administration of blood. 
Uh, the guard, this guardianship began, began this Wednesday and will last until he is fully recovered from his surgery and treatment approach, which is expected to be no later than January of this year. Baby Will's operation is scheduled uh, for Friday night. It can be recalled that the Health uh, New Zealand filed an application with the Auckland High Court on Monday to transfer guardianship under the care of the Children Act so that the baby can undergo surgery. Their parents said in an interview with a reporter from New Zealand that their baby Will has severe pulmonary valve stenosis and requires surgery very immediately, but they are particularly particularly concerned with the blood the doctors are going to use. The baby is not scheduled for his operation. He's in stable condition, said, uh, said Cole Will's father. We're not playing with our baby's life to get a political or movement going. We're wanting our baby to have surgery and we're wanting him to have the very best of what's available for his surgery and future and his recovery. We don't want blood that is tainted by vaccination. That's the end of the deal. We are fine with anything else the doctors want to do. New Zealand's health authorities and blood service argued that allowing the parents to refuse vaccinated blood was at a dangerous precedent in which patients could demand to pick and choose where their blood came from. Uh, on Thursday night, Will's mother, Sam, was not allowed to hold Will all night. Uh, she was not allowed to sleep all night. As she was told that if she did any of this, she would be forcibly removed from the ward, from the pre-op room, and would not see the baby before the operation. There were four guards in the room. You guys are criminals, and then you saw the video there. Wow. There was this, and so now, I guess, a precedent of, but we've never been here before where our whole nation was forced to get vaccinated. We've never been here before where a vaccine is, is shown to cause blood, uh, blood problems and myocarditis, and this baby already has heart problems. So why would you give it? They've already determined, I believe in Australia and maybe in New Zealand, but definitely in Australia, they're not giving the vaccines to young males because of the myocarditis issues. And so giving the vaccinated blood to children actually should be a nationwide, um, to not giving, uh, getting, uh, giving, getting them unvaccinated blood should be something that the doctors would want to do if they really truly care about children. Right. Is But here's the, here's the question about the vaccine status of people in New Zealand. I mean, they are, uh, they're trying to force everyone in New Zealand right. to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. I mean, so is there anyone, would they have to get out of country blood right. for this child? Because that's, is there yeah. anyone left in New Zealand that's not vaccinated? I know that's a really good I question. I mean, clearly the parents probably aren't. But they might not be the right blood type. I know, which is really sad. All right, I want to end with this video. This is really interesting. So you've got the international arms dealer, Victor Boot, um, has given his first interview after being released from U.S. custody. And you just have to watch this. This is the guy that was that the, the WMEA player was traded for. And we were told that he was the merchant of death. And he's this crazy, you know, maniac. And just listen. Just listen to him. It's, 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 it is. What's eerie. really going on? Did he have a salvation moment America? in jail? No. You know, in fact, I'm knowing many inmates. I figure out we're sharing way more common. Maybe America is very much similar look it's the same size they have a it's the same kind of this and when you talk to them there is nothing there even to beef about we are naturally you know born not to be enemies and whenever there's conflict it's elites you know every you know american i met in a prison who is uh, from rural area was very easy to deal with he has no problem with russia and he was curious about Russia, despite all propaganda. They're losing their Christian values. They're losing their families. They're losing literally their countries. 
It's not anymore the same country. We knew America, who used to be a model for entire world and lead and be an example, you know, like they say, a shiny town on the, you know, sparkling town on a hill. And this is, of course, pity. It was a strong country who was really a, you know, industrial might, you know, this one. And look, for 30, 40 years, deindustrialization, drug problem, crime waves. You can understand, and I feel more empathy to American after that experience than I would feel any hate. What would you consider as the most important event of the years that you have spent in prison? Uh, which events? Uh, international? Well, it doesn't matter. Maybe international. 2014. Oh, okay. Why? Well, it's, I guess, uh, would be in history as a turning point. It's a turning point of Russia. Finally, stand up out of its knees. Proud, strong. 14 years ago, when you were, if you would have known that it's going to happen with you, I mean, you're going to spend 14 years away from your family, from your motherland, would you have uh, would you do something differently in your life? It's difficult to live on the callings of your heart. But if you listen in your heart, no, you know, yes, you're gonna, sometimes you get into trouble, but you never betrayed yourself. You know, and this inner peace give you enough strength to go through everything. Why? Because you don't have a conflict inside of you. Doesn't matter what. You have peace and tranquility because you trust in your heart. You trust in callings of your blood. You trust in, and you're never fighting who you are. Lee and I watched that um, yesterday and we both looked at each other and we were like, what did we just watch? What did we just watch? What did we just watch? So the most, now for those of you, I don't know if we set this up properly. Victor Boot, his name, it's spelled Bout by the way but they're saying boot, uh, was exchanged for Brittany Grinner, the WNBA athlete that mm -hmm. was um, being held in the Russian penal colony for 10 months. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, Waylon, what's the guy's first name? I don't know, but he was an uh, ex-Marine. He's been he in was, Russia he for four years. He would have been, uh, could have easily been included in this exchange, and Russia yeah. probably would have gone for it. Uh, the Russians are laughing that we, we made we this exchange. We played that on Friday. You guys have to watch. The Russian media literally laughed at the U.S. government's but, woke trade for Grinner instead of Whaler. But we are told that Victor Boot is a um, the most vile man on the face of the planet. The DEA he's, he's said he was arms the most dealer. dangerous. Yeah, this is monster. And this interview portrays a little something different than that. We do know that he ran... Um, uh, weapon supplies for the U.S. military in the Iraq War. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a very interesting exchange there. Yes, yeah, super interesting. All right, is there anything else, Leah, that we didn't get it get a chance to get to today? No, we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye, and we're gonna see you guys tomorrow sometime. Is it gonna be live? We should just go live, so it's we don't have to like. We could. We don't have to. How how hard it? Because we still have a video from Vicky Natalia right. that's not up. Right. So I was so, gonna edit. I was gonna edit that and work on that and have that be for tomorrow. But all right, let's make our plans. We can now. do that tomorrow. But we do have it. What are we gonna do for tomorrow? We have all right. The so two tomorrow, sisters. tomorrow will be seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Vicky. For Vicky, 
And uh, she's just come back from Israel with his glory. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk to her about that as well. And then also, and I, I'm really glad that we're doing, that we've done this show with her, a second one, a follow-up after using her products, Organic Body Essentials, because this... I've received a lot of messages from you guys who not only bought her products, yeah. but have said to me, Michelle, I love the product reviews. So we're not just yeah. telling you guys, These, hey, get this her thing. Her products right now are 10% off through Christmas. Yeah. This is the elixir. So if you start to feel sick, you want to take this. It's so anyway, so we sat down with her again. It's a short interview. It's like a half hour long. Maybe it's actually no, like 45 minutes long. It was so fun. And it was fun that we did. Leah put the mask on her face again. So you don't want to miss that. We'll premiere that tomorrow night at 7.30. And then Tuesday night... Um, we will premiere the Gibson Girls, Tanya Joy Gibson. She was just recently, uh, last night, they did the premiere with Dr. Mark Sherwood of, uh, I think it's called Heaven's Dates. Mm. And it's a cute little fun movie, and she's an actress, and she's in that. So her and her sister are launching a program underneath of her show. Yeah, there, and the her Gibson sister Girls. actually took on a Christian school uh, for her daughter being kicked out for racism when she was, you know. So she, we're going to talk to them about really, that. Really, it, really I'm really, really story. excited about that. So look, here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to join us. Make your plans for tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then again on uh, Tuesday night, same time, 7.30 p.m. And we will premiere these uh, episodes. You're not going to want to miss. It's going to be a really fun uh, evening. And so I just want to encourage you guys to join us. Now, like I said, Lee and I are cutting back on interviews a little bit moving forward so but that, that we can cover we're more breaking news. Shows. We're going to be, we want to break some of these new stories that are coming out yeah. like the Twitter files and things like that. Right. So. Some things have to give. So we're going to just do a little less interviews, even though we love them. And I know you guys do too, but just so that we can and bring here's you breaking the thing. news. If you guys have people that you feel like we need to interview, they are really on your radar, go ahead and message us. Um, uh, but we feel like some of the breaking. We're, we, uh, it's not that we're going to stop doing interviews, but we're trying to do breaking news. More exactly, breaking news. exactly. More breaking news. Okay, we love you guys. God loves you. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth. By the way, one last thing before you go. I know that a lot of you guys struggled. I didn't realize this was happening on our website. You were used to going there to get the latest news, and there was some. We had some caching issues. So if you stopped going to our website because you were visiting it and it wasn't, there were no new stories there, they were there. You just weren't seeing them. That's fixed. So if you want to, please go back to resistancechicks.com, sign up for the emails. I'm hopefully going to get that fixed by the first of the year. It's fixed. I just have to actually implement it there. Um, but we will be moving forward with the emails. But right now, everything is up and running. The website is current. All of the latest, everything is on there. The Revelation Red Pill Academy, all the latest episodes that we're doing. It's all right there on resistancechicks.com. And in 40 minutes, you can go to brideon.com and watch our 5 p.m. Um, episode there. Yeah, you're going to love it. All right, we love you guys. God loves you guys. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's actually the truth. And we will see you every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Sunday at 1.30 ish. 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 It's always ish. Today it was 1.50, but you know, it's what's 20 minutes between friends. All right, guys. God bless. Side of the world